Kylex, hi! You're listening to Kylex Y, the only podcast about Kylex Y ABC family hit show from 2006, 7, and 8, I think. I'm Sam, and I'm toxic. And, and I'm Jordan. <laughs> Fuck, I was, wait, can we try again? Because that was what I was going to say. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I heard you say I'm toxic. Let's, let's try again. Let's try again. Sure. <laughs> I'm Sam, and I'm toxic. And I'm Jordan, and that's good. <laughs> uh, this Was is that the actually best... what you were planning on doing? No, but, but oh, okay. that's what, when I heard you say I'm toxic, that's what I was gonna, <laughs> that's what it spoke to me. Uh, this is, this is Kylex Y. That's so true. Th- what is it, episode 13? Season 2, episode 13, Leap of Faith, written by Eric Tuckman, directed by Rachel Talalay. You know Good. how I feel about this episode? The, my, I can only describe my reaction as... <laughs> as what? <laughs> Did you accidentally like good. unplug your mic or something? You, that sounded very weird. I was just laughing. Just laughing. Oh, it, it got very muffled. Weird. I, I no, just you sound think, normal now. I just think this episode was fucking good. And I was good laughing. Episode. It's, it's, it, this is the episode where it all starts falling into place. Even, here's the thing, Sam. You know a show is good. Like, you know the I mystery do. is good. You know the mystery is good when things come together that are things that you, that you didn't even think were important. And that's like, this episode brings back details from other episodes and you go, oh, 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 there. Now that I can't how... relate to because I'm smart and I'm thinking about all the possibilities at all times. Okay. But well, I'm, I, for someone of your intellect, I, I, for someone I can see my, how you would feel for, that way. For someone who gestated for only the, the prescribed nine months, <laughs> um, as opposed to you who gestated for nine months in a day, I, right. I did forget about like the postcards and the fishbowl. And and then it came back, and I said, "Oh, oh, uh, can we just like, can we just?" Go? I, I saw those things, and I said, "Hmm, yes, as expected. Hmm. It's all falling into place. Mm, yes, of course, mm. of course. I knew. I, knew I this. thought that would happen this week. Yes, <laughs> yes. Route route twelve. Mm, how mm, quick. Yes, this, excellent. This, show, this is this how I talk now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's also, funnily enough, how Kyle talks now. Mm, hello, I'm Kyle. Mm, Good yes. to see you." Mm, I think I'll play the piano. <laughs> so, we begin mm, our episode... I think episode. I'll play a wall piano. <laughs> we begin our episode with, in the woods, um, near Iconic Stump, because I think I think when they walk around in Victor Falls, they're just going in a circle. And they just keep ending up back up uh, at the uh, William Kern Memorial... It's s- a metaphor. S- it's actually the William Kern and Sniffly Guy Memorial uh, Stump, because they both Aww. died right there. <laughs> we have no reason to believe that Sniffly Guy died there, but sure. Um, so Jesse is uh is there. Uh, Kyle is with Jesse. He tells Kyle, which like, means that he is also there. He's there, and Sniffly Guy is there in spirit because he's a ghost, and so is Kern. He's a ghost. <laughs> and then and then Foss shows up with his fucking proton pack and busts the shit out of him just to kill him. Do you again. have a tissue? Ooh, it's not. Please, it's not Foss. mucus. It's ectoplasm. Please don't bust me. Oh! <laughs> that's that's sorry, Sniffly Guy. All I do is bust. Kyle, you gotta bust him. This is what matters. This was what you were made to do. 
And that's the twist of, of this episode was that Kyle was destined to be a Ghostbuster. And that's why he can communicate with the dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can do that. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyle is thinking to himself, he's like, I, I don't know why, uh, what does he say? Nobody, nobody understands why I chose to believe in her, not even Jesse, but I know that I can trust her and we will find our way. Uh, we, we then, go to Hollandaise who I have walks to into, you, Sam. yeah. So when we see Foss and he's just like blankly staring into space. I was, like, going through the my memories, like Kyle does, my holographic memories, uh, trying to figure out, like, what we have seen of Foss since they put him in the funny chair and made him say Gaku. Uh, and I was trying to figure he out- He Brian. He, yeah, he chokes Brian. He, and then he got he, beat up by a bunch of jocks. And then he got, got beat up, yeah. So when Emily walks in, when Emily, famous Hollandaise, walks in and she says, like, I'm sorry for what I did to you. It wasn't supposed to go this far. I thought we were the good guys. She gives him the key- to uh, his handcuffs and a cell phone and then leaves. But he's, like, not looking at her. He's also not eating. I couldn't tell if he's being le- epic. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna talk to you. Yeah, or, or if, if he was, CIR like, just totally like, tortured out of his mind and he's, yeah. like, broken. That's Which the beauty did, of Tom Foss, though, is you, you can never, never tell because he's just he's such already, a disaster. And also, yeah, because he already is broken. If you, <gasps> uh, so that's what happens. She leaves. Uh, with the key then foss immediately calls kyle but we we see it from his end we don't see uh foss like leave we just get a call he just calls yeah kyle. He, he does just leave yeah he just walks out there's no security he, guards nobody stops him presumably like he may he makes it to the lobby and he hears that funny voiceover and he looks around and all the guards are asleep because they're so bored working there. so foss tells foss tells kyle he's like you you already know where you need to go you just uh it's safe and you have all the clues you need, detective, and I'll catch Why up with you. Why is he still being cryptic? I don't know. He should just tell Kyle. But my favorite part is he's like, Kyle, they're tracking you through your phone. So what I need you to do is I need you to take the SIM card out and then just Kyle throws the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's He, he tells turn Kyle your the phone. story is, <laughs> Kyle, I need you to turn your phone off. I only know one way to do this. And then he just destroys his fucking phone. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tom. I haven't read the phone manual and there isn't one out here. So I'm just going to have to throw it at a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you tell him to take the SIM card out? I was thinking about like how useful a camera might have been for Kyle. Well, well, he has a photograph. Like a flashlight or a flashlight or, you know, yeah, just a phone this, this once is, this whole thing is this over. This is hilarious because, yeah, Tom is being cryptic for no reason, he, like as if he thinks he, he's like cosplaying as Adam Balin, I guess. And he's like, everything you need is already with you. He turns into a ghost and... Kyle destroys his phone and it cuts straight to Valentine and Hollandaise watching who, Kyle Kyle tracking chip.exe just turn yes, off. Yes, presumably they were like tracking him through his phone. The second he destroys it, it cuts to the map love, that they're looking at and I it goes blank. Every time we think that we've like every time I think that Hollandaise has turned the corner, like, oh, she really does have a conscience here. She's like, "Nope, that was my epic trick. I was going to trick Tom Foss into leading us right to Kyle." Uh, Wait, mm, huh? I I interpreted it the other way. I think that she's lying to Valentine. She says, "I what, thought because what happens is the the map goes blank, and Valentine's like, well, so much for that.'" And Hollandaise says, "I'm sorry. I thought that if I let Foss go, he would lead us right to Kyle." The way I understood that was that's Valentine or uh, Hollandaise making an excuse 
for why she let him go. Because there's no way she can release him and it not get back to her. Have you ever so considered I, that, that... I thought that that was her saying, oh, geez, oh, no, ah, oh, that sucks, oh, well. I don't know, though, because every time I think that about her, she surprises me by being shitty again and being evil. Yeah, so. I don't know. She she, she has really seemed to be disillusioned with Matacorp since he started threatening her. So I, I do think that she... Well, see, the thing is, is that... Because uh, what was the thing that she said to Foss before she let him go? She was like... I thought we were. Uh, I thought we were doing the right thing. All there's no fucking way. I refuse to believe that you ever thought you were doing the right thing. You tranked a child. But she's like, she's like, all that, all that I have to show for it is manipulating a poor, helpless girl and screwing up a nice family's lot. So I, I do think that she feels that way. I, I think that she genuinely was trying to help Foss, and she's well, just making an excuse to Ballantyne. So the, so the blip goes off the radar, and then Ballantyne goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how Mondays are, am I right, uh, Emily? <laughs> well, get back well, to work. Get back to work, or you're, or I'm going to kill your daughter. <laughs> oh, hang we in there. We have plenty of Hang in there, Hollandaise. Art, <laughs> I'll see you at the- science, business. Uh, by the way, <laughs> if she is lying, well, actually, either way, whether or not she's lying, whether or not that was her actual plan, thinking that Foss would lead them right to him, they had, they were tracking, they knew where he was. Yeah. See, that was, I was thinking maybe it was like they needed him to be, like with Adam Balin uh, at Balin's house when Kyle was on the funny, the funny Skype call watching Josh and uh, Lori betray the parents that he loves so much. Lori uh, didn't they, do anything wrong. It was entirely Josh. Lori was, Lori told, did not stop it from happening there. And when she totally could She didn't could've. know. She got there in the middle of the party. I'm pretty sure she knew. No, she didn't. Because she was, she was surprised and angry at Josh. Either way, when 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 uh, when Kyle was watching was talking to the horrible, uh, ungrateful Traeger children, um, they Josh needed his Lori. phone to Josh be. Josh, who is bad, and Lori, who isn't. Uh, they they were they needed him to be doing a call to track him. So maybe it was like, and this is why I was thinking maybe Jess or Emily gave Foss an, a bad gimmicked phone to have. Oh, him so track you Kyle. think that you think that they were only able to track him. Because he was talking he was on to the Foss. F- Maybe, here's another thought. So, Maybe. You, so you think that Hollandaise's plan is like, okay, I'm going to let Foss go. He's going to call gonna Kyle. Be on the phone and then they're Kyle just going to be, they're going to have like a long conversation. A heart to heart. Like yes. catching up and like, okay, I should, I should probably let you go. Oh, I just remembered. Oh my God, Foss. The, the funniest thing happened at school the other day. And so, they just talk for hours while, while Matacorp tracks him. We're at Traeger U. Stephen and Nicole are are uh, done talking about all of Kyle's super special secrets. Can uh, I say Stephen... one last thing? Yeah, of course. One one last point of evidence that Hollandaise really is betraying Valentine when uh-huh. she leaves his office. Yeah, she it, she intentionally like swings the door back open behind her, <laughs> so the door's not closed. <laughs> like just to fuck with, just him. as a fuck you, so he has to get up and close it. So okay. I want to say that Stephen literally, literally said almost the exact same words that I said to Nicole, where he says, Nicole, Tom Foss, our old security man, was being held captive by Kyle's parents' lawyer. Yeah, I was, I was a little let down that, because this episode does take place the same day as last week's episode, but I was a little let down that it didn't pick up exactly where the last one left off. I really wanted to hear them have that conversation. I think to, we get to, to hear. With. We get to hear them have plenty of good uh, 
let us look at let's look at the mirror and notice that our reflection is there moments because <laughs> they sure do spend a lot of the time uh, pointing at the obvious facts and clues about Kyle that they somehow yeah, hand Nicole waved made away me mad for, again for for the first time yeah in a while. I was I was not happy with Nicole this episode uh, so and, Nicole says we can't call the police Steven says well we gotta and yeah that's what he says Kyle's parents lawyer is holding our old security guy hostage at it's my really office. funny it's funny every time he says it Nicole puts um, on her Sherlock Holmes costume and says well obviously something is very wrong see this is the thing is that uh is that the traeger family well they did they have learned some things but they a lot of their natural instincts are to become mistrustful of kyle and while i do understand their perspective as kyle's number one fan i have to just say disgraceful uh on all of their part it's especially because i understand uh to, to some extent, Stephen being like, oh, my God, Kyle has had all these secrets and he never told yeah. me. But, like, Nicole was in on just, just like, the most surface-level stuff. Like, she knows that Kyle is keeping secrets. So, Nicole, it's weird that Nicole has this weird moment in this episode where she's like, oh, no, Kyle kind of let me in on some things and I know that I can trust him and I know that he really cares about us, but also... What if How Kyle can we is trust evil? Yeah. Like, like they don't, they don't really think Kyle is is stuck in the middle of something. They think Kyle is like not to be trusted a lot of the time. Uh, so Stephen, Stephen is is kind of upset that Nicole didn't uh, didn't tell him um, that Kyle is fireproof. Uh, she's yeah, just he, like, he's well, also like, she's like, she's like, well, I had to, I had to keep it secret because Kyle might be in danger. And Stephen, I would say, very reasonably, is like. Okay, and you thought, like, I was going to turn him into the government or something? I mean, he won't be in danger. What are they going to do? Light him on fire? He'll be fine. Mind over matter. (laughs) He's untouchable. I like like that we we don't see it happen, but Lori and Declan are just having, like, a jam session. Yeah. I don't know what she's... I love this scene where Lori is sitting on her bed playing guitar. Declan is just, like, watching her. And Josh walks in and he says, Trouble in paradise. And Lori just says fuck off <laughs> she does say fuck not off interested in whatever you're about to say i do love yeah they're still in fun, lockdown fun to think about by the way yeah on that note uh hillary is currently probably two episodes Where? deep on her lost marathon yeah, maybe i was what if like i know that she left i gotta go watch lost i gotta go see what sawyer does to his dad um but or no, that was the other way around. Yeah, whatever. no, that's not the, whatever. Uh, but like, what if it, <laughs> what if on that? what if uh, Hillary was just still there, just like in another room? She's in Kyle's room watching Lost on her on her fucking laptop. <laughs> yeah, she's just watching Lost. Yeah, this I have to go. There's a Lost marathon, but I know that we're on lockdown, so I yeah, am going. I, I gotta to watch respect. It here. I gotta respect the lockdown. Um, <laughs> this is when uh, Declan. They're like, oh, uh, maybe we. Josh says. This seems like a problem for Kyle's huge brain. And then Declan. This is so weird because, yeah, Josh is like, we need Kyle to figure out why mom and dad are fighting. But I, but I can't find him. And Lori's like, well, he's, he's probably like at Amanda's or something. No, she, or no, she, Lori's just like, well, he's, he's gotta be here. He's gotta be somewhere. (laughs) They have a big house. Declan's, like, yeah, uh, how big is this house that Josh is like, I've looked in every room and I can't find Kyle. Well, Lori's he's gotta like, be somewhere. There's no way he left. <laughs> Lori's like, Declan, maybe you can drive us around the neighborhood to go look for him. And he goes, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> maybe he's in your car. Oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like when Lori says, oh, my God, 
Kyle went after she who must not be named. Uh-oh. Epic. We don't do that here. Not on this podcast. No uh, way, Lori. She's mad at Kyle for going after Jesse. She's mad at Declan for covering for him. She says that Jesse is toxic. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, which is so fucking true. Uh, Declan... Uh, says, I mean, literally, look, not to not to like, but but literally, they they basically brought pulled Jesse from the woods and said, "We need you to be as toxic as possible on purpose." <laughs> like that is kind of objectively toxic what her, feels like. An, I, I mean, look, we obviously know we know Jesse. We know what Jesse's going through. It's funny that Lori is like, yeah, you know that person who like ran up behind me and attacked so me and toxic. stole my necklace. She's so toxic. She is problematic. <laughs> she is bringing these one. vibes way down. Yeah. <laughs> I need a vibe check, Jesse, Jesse Hollandays. Uh, Declan, yeah, so Declan, Declan is like, look, I, I Kyle's not excusing what Jesse did to you, but he's worried about her and he wants to bring her home. And you know that Kyle has good instincts. You you got to trust his instincts. I love how much of this episode is people being mad at Declan for various reasons. Um, <laughs> we Declan. then once again see uh, Declan's iconic uh, Diamond is Unbreakable license plate. Man, which sorry, I just realized that Declan and Lori made up last last week just she's so there can be more again. drama when she's mad at him this week and then they're going to be fighting again. It's going to be really cool. Uh, so Kyle, uh, I can't Jesse wait for says, this season four finale when they finally work out their... Oh. I can't wait for... I, I like when Jesse sees Declan's car and she goes, nice whip, where'd you get it? And Kyle says, <laughs> doesn't matter. Your ex-boyfriend <laughs> gave it to me. Uh, yeah, Jesse is like, oh, is Declan mad now that he knows what I did to Lori? And Kyle's like, yeah, about that. Why did you do that? She, she says, just goes uh, like, I went, she's just like, I don't know. There's a sicko part of me that wants me to do yeah, evil she things says, for, my, for fun. My Dexter Dark Passenger comes, sometimes I, I lose control and I'm very scared of it, but, and I'm very, Jesse, I'm very sorry that it happened. Dr. Jesse and Mr. Kyle. No, wait, that doesn't work because Kyle is the good one. Dr. Yes. Jesse. Mr. Jesse. Mr. Jesse. <laughs> uh, so Kyle Kyle is like, why did Foss tell me that I have all of the clues, detective? What do I have? And then and then he remembers. Yeah, he fucking flashes back to, to the last time that Foss was cryptic where he's like, Kyle, all you need is the ring. And the Kyle's ring. like, oh, right. I didn't even think about that until just now. So... <laughs> Does this mean that- I wish that when I wish that when Foss was on the phone with Kyle, if he had just been like, "Kyle, did did you figure out the thing with the ring that I was being cryptic about?" And Kyle's just like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry, I didn't even think about it." I want as we talk about this episode, I, I want to because the ring is very important for this episode. Obviously, it's the central sort of clue of the mystery. It's all it's all you need, really. Does that mean that every Latnock member has this ring, or is it only Adam Balin's ring that has these special clues for Kyle? Yeah, I, I think it's Adam Balin's. So okay. basically what happens is Kyle, he looks at the ring, he tells Jesse about Adam Balin and who he is, and he kind of fills her in a little bit on what their deal is. She's like, wow, if if he did all of that, then he sounds like an asshole. And Kyle's like, no, he was nice. They he killed was nice. him. Yeah, they killed him he's for talking trying about, like, not the exper- to be an asshole. Yeah. Uh, well, when he did the when he did the child brain cloning experiments that risked the life of the child, it wasn't he had good intentions, but right, uh, he he was sad about it. So he, was, he, he frowned. Uh, Kyle shows her the picture of Adam Balin and uh, presumably her DNA mom. Uh, Jesse is like, we need to find her, and then she flips the picture over. She reads the Hungarian on the back. She's like, oh, this is Hungarian. It says the light will show you the way, which. 
That means, I assume that you, like me, had assumed that Kyle's understanding of Hungarian was from all of his various researches. Like, he was I mean, in I the library that, at school and he learned I Hungarian think in we, one day. when we did that episode, we I talked about that that doesn't make any sense because how would he learn Hungarian that fast? So, because like, how do you... Remarkable. Because remember, I said I said like learning a language isn't just like learning a fact. There's there's so much involved in learning a language that I don't. Think, I know, but, but I said also that I, Kyle I said watches that, like, a even, fucking kung fu movie and then he starts doing flips. Well, he he starts doing flips, but once again, the, the, with a language, you have to understand rules and grammatical structure and an entire vocabulary's worth that you have to learn from right, somewhere. Jordan, right, Jordan, and he started speaking English in one episode. <laughs> I know, but he was hearing it from a million different sources. But if you're, if, if, unless you're like hearing people speak Hungarian and have a reference point for it, Which I don't he believe, might have been. He might I don't have think so. I think online. that it's, I think that there's, I think it was built in. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, I mean, apparently it was because Jesse can speak it. For all we know, like Kyle has every language programmed into him. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just, it's weird. I mean, actually, because- it wouldn't even be a huge, huge surprise for me because. Um, Zizix was like running simulations and math problems through him. It's it's entirely possible that they were just like they were getting running him World to War be a, one in his head. They were just trying to get him to learn every language too, because they wanted yeah. him to be like a tactics I, I, I know it's it's weird. It's just weird because in literally episode one, Kyle learns English in a day. Episode two, Kyle speaks Chinese. Then See, there's this the, is what I'm saying. The time though, that, First no, of all, there's, then, there's, then there's Chinese. the time that he's like, he's like, yes, in every language, and he speaks like Latin and Greek and Arabic okay, or something. First of, all, first of all, first of all, first of all, the Chinese thing, it was on TV, and he just heard, he was I repeating something. I know, I'm just saying he's spoken so many languages yes, at this but point. But we know that Matacor, or that Azizix was like jamming things into him and like making him do computer problems. I know, problems. but listen to what I am saying. I'm saying it's weird. Jordan, mm-hmm. that there are so many things on the show that Kyle, we have watched him learn, and then everyone's like, wow, he learned that that fast? But can apparently I, can I, can he I has just innately known all these different languages, no, 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 and no, no, nobody no, no. questioned got, that or pointed the, out that this, that's weird. I got this for you, Sam. Have you considered, as Kyle wakes up, he doesn't know how to do anything, he doesn't know what eating is, he doesn't know what moving is, it's possible that the information of language was in his head, but he couldn't figure out for a little while how to articulate it once he learned how to speak when he says you taking stupid pills or something he's mimicking something he experienced in the world and after that the language then begins to come to him naturally it's not that he didn't know the words it's that he didn't know how to say them with his mouth because he was in a tank for his entire life and he didn't know how to move his mouth with muscles because he didn't have to move any muscles including his, get his, that uh, i'm just saying his, it's his, very uh, weird that the show urethra- set up this he expectation. didn't even know how to control his urethral sphincter sam that's why he <laughs> pissed himself and he loved it well, he should have watched a DVD on how to not piss yourself. So then uh, we get we get another thing that you pre- that we both predicted, which is uh, Stephen is pouring over some details. Oh, also, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little more. There's a little more. Yeah. So anyway, Kyle holds up the ring to the light, and he notices that there is a hole in the it's band. It's just like Indiana Jones, my favorite yeah, movie. Yeah. So so I, I assume that this is just Adam Balin's ring. This is when uh, Stephen uh, is pouring over documents with Nicole. They've got like everything out on the desk. Um, not yet. But this is when we we confirm that like a week before LWK, like LWK was bought out. Let's watch Kyle, not not LKK. Let's kill Kyle. That's a wrestling stable. But mm-hmm. that LWK was bought out by a Maticorp subsidiary, as we predicted. Mm-hmm. 
which rules and then which i and- i you know what i remember when that episode happened i was like why the fuck would they fire the vice president and then i was like wait a minute maybe it's because and they then, need it. and then he finds out that all of the documents about like uh Julie and Jordan B Peterson and like how one of them's an award-winning mayor of a town and one of them's like runs a child helping charity like all of the articles about them were published on the same fucking day don't know how they the didn't notice time. that one before <laughs> i also like that i also like that that the record of personhood that that Adam Balin cooked up was like we need to write news articles about you know how when you exist and you're a person right. you just they get need to be celebs yeah like like they couldn't just give him like a fake like put them in some records I don't know put him in a fucking high school graduation list or something it was just mm-hmm. like oh uh, Julia Peterson strikes again <laughs> <laughs> I I love by the way when Stephen is looking at the uh, the list of Matacorp subsidiaries on Matacorp's website the, most of them are just boring like bland tech names like. Uh, business acquisitions incorporated one of them though is ultimate properties fuck yeah that rules ichiban holdings the best holdings there are then nicole says wait nicole says hey remember me in season one remember how when kyle got his second brain scan and he was normal i said oh i guess it was just on the fritz and then she's like well the petersons were his real parents we saw the blood test and then steven's like nicole Steven's Brian like, Taylor, the lawyer Brian, who yeah. brought Kyle back and told you that the Petersons died in a Mario Kart accident, is the one who strapped Tom she, Foss to the chair. Why Nicole. can't she accept that maybe there's more? Like Steven's company bought it, bought out. Steven's company got bought out by a company that called him and offered him a job out of nowhere, like the next fucking day. Can you not consider that there are more powerful forces at work here, Nicole? Josh and <laughs> right, Lori she's, watched, she's yeah. like, she's like. Oh, I'm sure these are all coincidences. It's such a frustrating return to original Nicole, where she's yeah, like, like with Kyle is so special. He's not a normal he's boy. Oh my god, he's, he's just, just a, a regular boy. boy. Jesse and Lori walk in. They say, "Uh, what Josh are and Lori. we getting involved?" Jesse, yeah, Jesse's here. She kills them all. She, Josh no, and Lori. Sorry, it's she goes. Josh and Lori. Hey, have you considered getting us involved? What's going on? Did you know that Kyle went after evil Jesse? Yeah, and Nicole's like, "Yes, I, I did know. I let him go." Lori is very, very She's hurt happy. by that. She's like, "How, how could you let him do that?" And Nicole's like, "We can't really explain." Steven says, "Just trust us, Lori." And Lori gets mad. Uh, we go back to Kyle and Jesse, uh, they have found, there. it's, I don't know where they're supposed to be, like, they're just, like, outside of some They're, like, outside of a building, because they need, they need a wall to shine the light on, they needed a brick wall and also some paper, so they're just outside of some building, it doesn't matter. (laughs) What if this is the, what if they're outside the building that they went to later in the episode, they just made a whole big circle, (laughs) they didn't realize. Oh my god, we went on a whole scavenger That's why they, that's why they couldn't find Route 12, was because they were literally at their destination. (laughs) (laughs) so that so Uh, so kyle he like folds up a cone of paper like mm -hmm. he's about to make a big snow cone um then he holds it up to like declan's car's light and why does why does jesse like ah a pinhole camera yeah yeah she's like what are you doing and he says well if there's this this tiny hole it says the light will show us the way so i'm thinking i can focus the light of the headlights and shine it through the hole and jesse's like oh sort of like a pinhole camera and kyle does his classic kyle xy smile but like why is that's right yeah this is the other thing uh sam that i wanted to talk to you about in this episode and it's an it's a theory of mine that i'm working out which is um and i don't think this is true 
But we've spent a lot less time with Jesse than we have with Kyle. So we know Kyle has a gigantic, super powerful, beautiful brain that we mm. love to see. And it doesn't seem, maybe just because we're not with her all the time, that Jesse is like that. So my theory, Sam, is that Kyle is super smart and Jesse is super strong. It isn't that. I think Jesse is also super yeah, smart. Yeah, I mean, Kyle just jumped never, off a roof and was fine. We, we, we just don't ever no, see Jesse there, be super smart. I think smart. there was something with Jesse where she, like... Oh, I don't remember what. I super, think there was a, a scene brain. where she like solved some math problem very easily. What if Maticorp? What if Maticorp took the brain, this intelligence out of her to make her more normal? <laughs> That'd be, be rude. You like uh, Avril that's, Lavigne, that's how I feel sometimes. Strawberry ice cream, and you can't do any math. Okay, you know, thank I you. I was I felt like I was a very smart kid, but now nowadays I just feel normal. Yeah, uh, uh, fucking Valentine gives Jesse a hundred pro, a uh, hundred dollars, and says you're stupid, and she goes, "I'm stupid." <laughs> no <laughs> so thoughts true. had no thoughts had Jesse. Thank you, Valentine. Uh, yes, so sir. she turns Declan's uh, Declan's car's headlights on. I I I I can't refer to this car as not Declan's because I just need everyone to. Keep it's important to that, remember that Kyle just uh, took, took Declan's car for God knows how long, and she turns the light on, and it did not it, did not express to him that he would be taking it indefinitely. In, and a and a hand drawn fucking Red Dead Redemption treasure map appears <laughs> on the wall. It's pretty funny. It yeah, looks it like projects a map onto the wall, and Jesse is she holds the ring for Kyle while he looks closer at the map, and basically, uh, it's not important what it all is except that uh, a road labeled Route Twelve leads to a spot marked by the shape of the Latinock ring, which is epic. Kind of, kind of like a flower. It's like four little circular chunks around a circular middle thing. If yeah, you it, that. It, I like it. It feels less over-designed than the Zizix iconic symbol, which I'm still yeah. convinced is like a Z, a Y, and an X all smashed together. Yeah. I think that's what it was. But this is, yeah. this is, it's, it's, I, I think the Latinox symbol is fine. Yeah. Uh, so the, we cut the forward, they're, one they're is driving, very Kyle has copied the map onto the paper. Why uh, does he need to do that? He's got a perfect photographic memory. Uh, because ever zero he can't he can't f- close his eyes to focus and go into <laughs> well, his brain space driving. while he's driving. Uh, Jesse asks if uh, the woman who is identical to her is her mom. It's really funny to me. Like like uh, I don't think, and I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think at any point on this show has the word clone been said. No, like, I, I don't. Th- I don't think it has. Like, but Kyle doesn't like summarize. He doesn't I, go like. I think I. I hate to say it. I think if anyone has said clone, probably Josh. probably Josh or like Declan. But but um. But Kyle yeah. does not because 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 Kyle says or she says is this is this my mother and Kyle is like it is complicated perhaps <laughs> if adam balin was alive he could tell you and, adam and, 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 and gave a dna sample no, why that i he... was created from if you know but if there's kyle... a, if you've ever heard a word that that can describe <laughs> like <clears throat> couldn't couldn't kyle be like well i am an identical genetic copy of adam balin perhaps whoever this woman is is the source of your dna and then Jesse is like, oh, okay. But Kyle says, perhaps Adam Balin could tell you. Kyle, you know, you know, where, is, you don't know who she is, but you know how Jesse is related to her. Am I, he, am I wrong in thinking, have they ever even actually explicitly said that Kyle was created from Adam Balin's DNA? I think so. I think I actually, so. I do not remember if they have. What if that was the twist is that Kyle isn't? <laughs> he just, it's a coincidence. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. <laughs> 
Uh, so Jesse says, or, they, like, hope- or it's like uh, you're not a clone, but uh, when you're in the tank, we have like sliders that we can yeah, use we just, to determine what you look like. We just make it identical. That's why. That's why Fallout Adam Balin genetics screen. That's why Adam Balin has like longer hair when he was when he was young Kyle's age. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesse then is like, "Wow, I hope that the woman who is me is still alive." And then uh, she says, "Did you uh, notice that the the like dashboard camera that they're using?" is so fucking wobbly no oh my god i i i have never had this problem with any tv show but i was honestly kind of getting motion sick watching this scene well this listen it was bumpy because of the sentiment because jesse says i hope if she's here then maybe there's someone like me and then kyle says there already is it's me i'm like you i'm kyle xy and you're jesse you all know the famous expression of bumpy from the sentiment right Mm mm-hmm um Hey, this part this part's pretty wild though. This part's pretty uh-huh. wild though. I'm nodding. So when they, they pull over mm-hmm. at JP's diner, and the place that the Adam picture. and Proto Jesse are standing Proto- in the photo. <laughs> she's she's not slimy XX. She's uh she's she's fleshy XX. Cause what? What? Because Jesse is Jesse is fleshy XX too, but she had a protective layer of slime the around fuck her. Fuck is wrong with you? How could you say that? So, so they're at the same place. Shame on uh, you. They go, they go inside and check this shit out. On the counter is remember when Tengakutatas, um, what a wonderful phrase. The uh, Adava. I, I want you to remember this moment because we remember this moment. And there's the fucking fishbowl and the postcards. Fishbowl and the postcards. They're here from when Kyle had his vision. This is so good. And then an old man walks out of the kitchen. And I he also want to well, say, well, I don't know if it- well, the young lovebirds return. And then, and then the, the a younger woman shows up and says, dad, shut the fuck up. Your memory is scrambled and your brain is Swiss cheese. And he goes, no, I remember the I way remember I that You look just like you looked 30 years ago. And then she's like, sorry, my dad, he's, he's all fucked up. And he's like, ah. <laughs> oh, my grandpa, he gets the so ages confused. don't look right. He, no. he, she does not look young. She enough looks to like be his, his daughter, and he doesn't but... look old enough to be like a man with severe memory impairments. Um, also, yeah. I wanted to say I don't know if it's on purpose, but remember where Kyle was when he had the "I want you to remember this moment" flashback. Do you remember the rack? Because he that's was the in only the rack. Place anyone ever is no, but like, don't you think that the rack might might have conjured up these memories of this diner because it's more like a diner than the other location <laughs> on this building in this show. It's it's possible. I it could I, be something. I interpreted it as remember this moment being some kind of code phrase or something. Anyway, the the old man says some some clues about uh, Adam and Proto Jesse. He says, uh, "Oh, are you two still sneaking around? You used to hole up in that booth over there for hours." He says, uh, "He's like, oh, I remember you, Mister Adam Balin. You always Grilled got a cheese, cheese and, and a chocolate, chocolate shake. shake, and your girlfriend always got a Cobb salad and a cherry cola." Uh, can we can we sorry about my grandpa he's an asshole can i make a request that until we learn jesse's uh mom's real name can we call her cob salad cob salad cob salad and adam balin and his girlfriend cob salad yeah i mean the the old man's exact words are she's cob salad cherry cola so he might have actually just straight up and telling us her full name her full name so so uh hello i'm cob salad cherry cherry cola and I'm and I'm grilled cheese chocolate shake. I want you to remember this moment. Well, no, his, uh, his name is Adam Balin. The old man was just confused. He's very old. 
uh, and then and then as uh, the woman, the young, uh, the granddaughter's like, please excuse my my dad. God, I hate him so much. Uh, he's like, I still got. I remember your song. It's called "She Could Be You." You always played it on the jukebox. Don't just you like remember, the funny. I remember that old song you used the, to play on the jukebox. The song, you would always come in here and listen to Paco Bell's "Canon in D" on the jukebox. You would play it. You would put in. You would put in uh, ten dollars worth of quarters and play it all damn day. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, right, that's so the, why I the took woman, the record and smashed it to pieces. <laughs> the woman drags him away. Kyle looks at the postcards while Jesse looks at the jukebox. Uh, Jesse's like, Kyle, I found it. Third row, fourth one down. Kyle, very noticeably, by the way, very notably rather, is looking at the very same postcard that he sent himself. Mm. Mm. See, and then but, he looks I- over. And she could be you on the jukebox. D four, the same fucking thing is on the back of the picture. Now I wanna, I wanna ask you, but the, but the song, the record is missing. Yeah, right? they, they put in a quarter and it starts doing the old jukebox thing of selecting the record, but there's no record. <gasps> but can I say, can I say that um, if Adam Balin left Kyle this trail to follow, which by the way, by the, by the way, I love the idea of this fucking really old scavenger hunt that was like created. <laughs> in the 1980s to to guide the clone boy through it in case he ever got out like that's fucking cool and i love it i but do yeah the record the record missing we, we 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 get we get resolution on that later of like how they're gonna solve the mystery without the record right. but the record missing makes no like uh, unless literally right. it doesn't it's just it doesn't like, contribute doesn't, anything to the scavenger no. hunt so so it feels like adam it Bayless, feels like the if, old man actually did smash the record because he was so sick of hearing it like like we it seems like it was just out of sheer luck that kyle had a way to get around this problem yeah <laughs> like if kyle didn't know someone who was good at playing music the mystery would die there and they just have to go home yeah <laughs> Adam Balin didn't have like the internet in mind when he created this scavenger. Yeah, it's hunt, weird so. because I, I, I was exp- we're we're kind of skipping ahead here, but I was expecting when they get to the point of the scavenger hunt where they need to need know the how the song sounds. I thought they were gonna like find the record and yeah, the that's what I thought player. too. Like, but like that's, the old that's man was not like, what "Oh, you wanted the song so bad that I gave it to you." Uh, <laughs> so then, so the record's missing. Yeah. So Kyle then calls Declan on. Oh yeah, you write, wrote it down. I was like, "How did he call Declan? He's got a payphone. You never see diner. one of those anymore, am I right?" <laughs> uh, uh, he says, uh, "Declan, I'm with Jesse. We're at a diner. There's a kooky old man. He's playing Mississippi Squirrel Revival." I fucking knew that he was asks gonna get there Declan somehow. if the Traegers are okay. Declan says, "Yes, but Lori is very mad, and and your parents are fighting." Kyle says, "Oh, I don't, I don't know if we addressed this earlier. When Kyle was on the phone with Tom Foss, uh, Foss was like, "I will come find you," and Kyle said. Don't come find me. I need Look you to stay the back there and protect the Traegers. I'll Matador. protect the Traegers the only way I know how. I'm going to fucking kill them all. <laughs> he's like, All right, he, I'll go kill some guy with a cold until they're like, safe. <laughs> Kyle calls Foss and he's got all the Traegers tied up and locked up in the fucking basement. And he's like, I did what you asked, Kyle. I kept them safe. Good news, uh, Kyle. I think that there was a guy who was like, I think the mailman had a cold. And I was like, oh, he like, might <laughs> make them sick and they might die. So I killed him. So uh, I I was at that you know I was at that car t- I, you know Matacorp just let me pop out of the car touching contest just to you know snipe that dude uh, Declan 
So, so Kyle says, like, Tom Foss, uh, I asked Tom to watch over the family. This is yeah. so fun. I love this. Yeah, this is one of, one of the Foss fun, funny moments we love so much, where Declan's like, well, knowing Foss, he's listening in right now, and then we get a and shot of Foss. And it Tom in his truck just listening, listening to, to them. this conversation. The funniest part about this doesn't come until a later scene, but God, it's oh a funny. Oh, my God. A, Declan d- hangs up. Lori walks in on him. Where Where was he? Oh, he's in Kyle's bathroom. Well, Lori is in her. Lori was in <laughs> her new room, Josh's room, right? Uh, so Declan hangs up. Lori walks in, and she's like, "Let me guess, that was Kyle, and he's with Jesse right now." And Declan's like, "Lori, I'm kind of caught in the middle here because I, I, I can't tell you what Kyle told me not to tell you." You gotta respect Declan's like, Declan's uh, commitment to not telling anyone about this, even when it, even when they start to basically figure it out, he still refuses to ever give no, up his promise to Kyle. He's a regular boy. He's uh, a regular boy. Lori's he's like, like oh, if you feel if you feel caught in the middle, then how about you take a side? Tell me what's going on. And Declan's like, ha bye. No, bye, 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 bye. I gotta, I'll, I'll go, I gotta go drive home. Oh, oh. I love that we, we go, we go back to the diner where the lady brings them a chocolate shake and a cherry cola. The old man is like, ha ha, I, I knew it. And Kyle's like, it's sounded good <laughs> i mean it does sound i mean i mean i i would love to just go get a shitty diner grilled cheese and a chocolate shake right now so that does sound good then we have this uh, th- we have this we have this like kentucky route zero mystery about the case of the missing yeah the i was missing also highway. thinking about kentucky route zero like like you don't just lose a highway that just doesn't happen like if if a highway gets lost there surely there's a place that it connected to that they need to fucking fix the highway because the woman <laughs> right. is like He's like, I'm looking for the zero. No, this, hi- this highway only goes to mysterious scavenger to mysterious hunt destination sca- cabin. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. That would be a waste of fucking government dimes. Yeah, they were like, shit, I don't up. know why we built this highway in the first place. What yeah. a pointless endeavor. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kyle Kyle tells the woman, like, oh, we're looking for Route 12. Do you know how to get there? She says, oh, a, fly, a flood washed that road out 30 years ago. I love everyone, even this, like, middle-aged woman. is like, I'm a mysterious old lady. <laughs> I'm 42 years old. Come <laughs> the cherry cola. That that freeway's been dead for 30 years. So Kyle says uh <laughs> Kyle says that Tom Foss would never waste his time doing pointless bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this freeway is what's important, this Kyle. This is what's important. Kyle, you need to play Kentucky. Oh, if Kyle played Kentucky Route 0, that would be I think he would enjoy I think he'd have quite an experience playing that game. I didn't um, like it. You didn't like it? I'm sorry. Really? I've never beaten it, but I liked what I played of it. Um, I liked it at first, and then I got really, really bored and mad. <laughs> so, ooh, people are going to not listen to our podcast if you sorry, like bad everyone. like that. Uh-oh. It, it, really, it really annoyed me, and then I stopped uh-oh. playing. Uh-oh, uh-oh, there goes all of our listeners. Uh-oh. Sorry, everybody. I like I Kentucky like Zero. I like Kentucky Zero a lot. I like it a lot. Please keep listening. Our, our, our takes Sorry, pot, uh, everybody. I don't believe that games can be art. I, t- I, I, Sam, Sam's opinions is canceled out by mine. Jesse, I just think uh, that you should get the politics out of video games. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, guys. I think I, I don't know. I don't. I think games need to be apolitical, like Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Jesse <laughs> then asks, she's like, she's like, uh, are you worried about you know leaving and cl- maybe telling it like ever, you're gonna probably have to tell people. Uh, and Kyle says, "Yeah, I'm going to tell the Traegers all of my secrets." Yeah, because she's gonna, basically saying, "Like we don't, we don't have to go back. We can just keep going forever and just leave." And Kyle's like, "Well, I don't want to do that because 
I I love my family and I want to go back and tell them what's going <laughs> Kyle on. Gets, like, Kyle I, gets I don't home like and... that I'm keeping this secret from them and running away. <laughs> Kyle gets home to the Traegers and, and shows up and Steven's like, or no, no, Nicole is like, there he is. Get, cuff him. <laughs> He's, there's something Wait, Nicole, evil about that what, boy. What? Oh. what? oh, I was going to tell you. Uh, so Jesse, uh, but then but then Tom Foss is like, no, I'll protect you, Kyle. And then the police just kick the shit out of him and torture him. You no, know, he says, I'll protect you, Kyle. And then, Kyle, and then one of the, the ring. Don't forget this time. <laughs> he says, I'll protect you, Kyle. And then 10 Declan miles down the down road, the someone sneezes. And then Foss is like, I'll be back. Um, so Jesse, uh, Jesse's Jesse, like, oh, I, I wish that I had people like that in my life. Can I can I offer a new piece of Tom Foss headcanon for our podcast? Please. What if Tom, Tom Foss is now traumatized and afraid of chairs for the rest of his life? That'd be funny. <laughs> ah! Ah! He, he can only stand on hot coals from now on. <laughs> he can sit in his truck because he doesn't think that seats in cars count as chairs. But if you ever offer him I don't know if I'd seat, really call a seat in a car a chair. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if that, if a, if a, that would make the whole car a chair. Is a car a chair? Is a car a kind of chair that goes real no, fast? it's not. So Jesse is a horse a chair. No. So Jesse says, "You don't have to go back. We can be epic together." And then Kyle says, "I love my family." Oh right, right. And then she says, "God, I wish that were me." Um, yeah, we go back person- to Nicole and Stephen, who are going through Josh's room looking for Kyle. Who's no? They're like, oh, sorry, Lori's oh, new room. I can't looking believe for Kyle Lori clues. keeps all this porn under they her find bed. Porn Disgusting. and socks under the bed, and they say, Lori, oh, Lori, clean Lori. your room. And then they find Lori's epic notebook. I gotta say, Jordan, like, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't like the porn and socks joke. No, I mean, I don't like to be reminded of the disgusting boy of Josh Traeger and, and the th- I mean, Laurie. What I really you know. didn't get, it, it was weird that they simultaneously tried to do the, like, <laughs> the adults will get this one, but in the episode, Stephen finds the porn and the socks under Josh's bed, and he's just like, why are there socks with his porn? Like, Stephen. No, 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 no. You Nicole, taught Kyle about boners. Nicole found the porn under the bed. Stephen found the sto- socks in the desk. But, I thought that, um, the, I thought that no. the socks were no. He well, had a sock regardless, in, he says he, who puts he says who puts he's, a he's sock jacking in their off desk. in those socks. He says who puts a sock in their desk? That's disgusting. And then Nicole says, "Yeah, and all the porn under Lori's bed." Man, Gross. Josh, you got to wash these socks. See, They're all crusty. The, thi- the, thi- <gasps> the thing is, is that if Steven would be like, "Hey, Josh, can you get me the Kyle file?" He'd be like, "Oh, with pleasure, Dad." And then he would have gotten it. They didn't need to do this. Uh, you make- you're wrong. Actually, Josh is very he's defensive of ashamed. Kyle this week. Yeah, it, we're, we'll get we'll fucking get, we'll get there, there. Sam. We'll fucking Steven get there. Stephen and Josh find Ste- or sorry, Stephen finds Josh's epic Josh, notebook. Lori's file, and then Josh walks in. And he's like, <laughs> "Looks like you he, wanted my he, file." He makes the most Josh Traeger face I've oh, ever well, seen. Check well, my well, check well, my Twitter, everybody. Sam, you need to retweet it so everyone can see because because the problem with oh, our I thought I did retweet it. Not not everyone gets to like what not you know we don't. I'm not going to ask everyone to watch this good show, but like not everyone gets to really know that we're not exaggerating about Josh when we talk about him. Look at his face and you tell me that that's not ha- what what this character is. Um, I have now retweeted Josh Traeger's face. Stephen then says, "We'll tell we'll tell you what we know. No more secrets." And he says, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> 
Then we get a brief scene of Amanda packing for New York. She sees the picture that Kyle drew from memory of her playing piano when he broke into her house and pissed right there on the floor. And then she smiles and loves it. And she loves her boyfriend. That's the I love that. I love that we we made it so he pissed. He didn't used to have pissed, but now he pissed. <laughs> That's the new memory. Uh, we go back to the diner. Kyle, this is a kind of weird moment because he he like closes his eyes and he I don't think anything was meant by this, but he starts like touching the menu on the table. I he's think trying that's to just see... meant to be him, like, fidgeting while he's Maybe not Kyle paying so... attention, but it would be I was cool. like, what is he doing? Maybe Kyle has the power to touch an item on the menu and then eat it with his brain. Like, he can think <laughs> Imagine about exactly what it tastes exactly. like for free. That would be a really uh, so cool power. Jesse's like, what the fuck is he doing? But okay, she closes her eyes and starts touching her menu. She holographs uh, herself into the memory of, of Kyle. Because Kyle yes, is like... Kyle me- is... He, he's doing the, the fucking thing that I said he was going to do. Which he the second he the, got his holographic memory, I said Kyle is going to the use this to remember his first kiss with Amanda after it happens. But Jesse is there now, and she's in there, and yes, she goes. Kyle's like, finally, the perfect version of my first kiss with Amanda, where Jesse, Jesse is, is standing in the background watching me and holding a box. My dad's girlfriend with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then jesse opens she, the box and it pulp fiction glows at her and then she goes what's in the box and she yeah, knows they, what's they in the o- box they she open their eyes it. back in the diner and she, she says what's saw. in the box she already saw what was in the box no she couldn't see because it was glowing too bright no 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 but the box had the picture the follow the light is the let the light guide you and she doesn't know that that was in the box though yeah but why does it so Jesse, uh, Kyle realizes that, like, despite the fact that they weren't even touching, she could get into his brain because he let his guard down. And I said, uh-oh, 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 uh-uh, not so uh, good. She says at this point, she's like, they want me to get whatever's in your brain. Hollandaise told me that if I can do that, then they will let me go free. Oh, yeah, Kyle's like, her. well, we can't give, I don't know what's in my brain exactly, but we can't give them that information. It, it could be dangerous. She says, well, what what makes you think that I won't just take it from you now that I can get into your head? And he's like, well, I trust you. And she's like, she gets very emotional. This is a very weird moment because she's like, Kyle, you shouldn't trust me. I've done terrible things. You should just leave me here. I don't belong with someone as nice as you. And she gets up and walks away and we go to commercial and we come back, and she's still sitting at the booth with him. You know, sometimes you just need, you know, you get upset. You just need to go out and get some fresh air, take a walk around the parking lot, and come right back. It, uh, it honestly, like, I watched it again, and knowing that she doesn't actually get up, it just kind of looks like she kind of just scooches to the side. So, Like, Kyle, no, Jesse, now I have to turn my head slightly to look at you. This is terrible. Kyle is looking at the table, and he, he sees a note that says, um... A plus CSCC June eighty two or forever June oh, yeah, eighty two. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's A and S forever June mm-hmm. eighty two and then no. the Latinox symbol. So no, it's A plus C for Cobb Salad Cherry Cola. No, but Jordan, mm-hmm. it's S for Salad for Cherry Cola. Salad oh. parentheses Cobb Cherry Cola. Yeah, maybe Salad. Is, that's you know, it's her nickname. Like you know, you wouldn't call someone. You don't always maybe call Cobb someone. is her title. <laughs> She's the Cobb. Excuse me, uh, salad. Um, that's Cobb salad. That's Cobb salad. Please, I worked very, very I worked very hard to get where I am to be to be <laughs> Cobb salad. Um, then old 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 man walks over and he goes, "You scratched that in, and that's why I kicked you out. You vandalized my small business. Get the, the fuck out of here! You were here. You scratched that into the table, and you never came back after that until today. You bastards ruined my property." 
Yeah, Jesse's uh, like, what What does that mean, Kyle? And Kyle says, I don't know, but it, it must be part of our history, and we have to find out. And whatever happens, we're in this together. Now mm-hmm. is when the Traegers have a Kyle fucking, basically have a Kyle corkboard where they're putting I, all their strings and... Can I, can I do Josh voice for once yeah, and say yeah. how this scene begins? Yeah, of course. We cut to the Traegers who have gathered up all of Kyle's drawings, Nicole's files, all that stuff. And Josh is just standing there and he says, and he says it exactly like this. I'm not going to do the Josh voice. He says, it's like a Kyle convention. Kyle 101. A symposium on all things Kyle. Kyle Con. He, can I say, this is really f- such a fucking smile, small, de- smile detail. A Kyle small detail. Uh, but he doesn't say Kyle Con. He says Kyla Con. Like Kyle a Con. And it really f- pissed me off because Kyle Con would be, I mean, that's what we're going to start hosting mm-hmm. once the show is over. We'll start mm-hmm. hosting Kyle Con every year. But he says Kyla Con, like it, like, like it had to have an extra syllable in there, which it didn't. And I, I hate him. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Kyla Con, where all the Kyleaholics go. If there was a laugh track in the show, it would be increasing in laugh volume each it, time. It, it's so weird. It did feel it like feels like it's holding where for he's, laugh. He like, like says a dumb word, pause. Says another one, pause, another one, pause. Yeah, like he's holding one. for he says laughs. Four things. None of them are funny. This is like a Kyle convention. <laughs> Kyle 101. A symposium on all things Kyle. Kyle Econ. Be serious. Oh, I've been serious, and all of you mocked me. But now you want to study my evidence. Uh, Steven tells it Josh really that none of them like are funny. Big Bang Theory. Holy shit, I didn't um, even realize it until Josh, he said it. Josh is like, this, okay, uh, no, we're, we're like a few scenes out from me getting so fucking mad at Josh, but, but, but he says like, <laughs> he says like, did, I've been, I've been taking notes this whole time. I like that you say, we're, we're a few th- scenes out from getting very mad at Josh, which is, I mean, that's always true. But like very, very mad at Josh. And he's like, nobody took me seriously. And then uh, Nicole says, we've, okay, let me, let me scratch that out. I've always tried to explain <laughs> away weird things that Kyle did with nonsense hand waving that makes no sense. But now there's too many things happening that, uh, that we can't keep overlooking, you know, like him jumping off a roof being, being unharmed or, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it. that she knows about that one to be fair. Amanda does though. And she never questioned it. The fact that he didn't sleep for a week or the fact that mm-hmm. he was going, what, and then his, his, uh, fucking, his fucking, uh, vision led him to uh, latitude and longitude and also he yeah, or all had of or the fact that he looks exactly like adam balin which they talk about well in no, the- no it's because adam balin's son looked just like him it's a coincidence no he's it was it was matt no Dallas we can talk about this in a minute jordan okay this is Declan my this is my favorite over part. to foss's truck is, and he just this, gets yeah, in this is my favorite part of the episode right is that foss is like staking out the traeger house like in the back of his truck doing mysterious radio shenanigans and then Declan just walks in like are you done are you done in there? He just like, like sits down in the passenger down. seat and he's like, he sucks hey, Tom. so bad. Like he didn't even lock his fucking car. He was just <laughs> sitting there. Why does he suck it's okay. so much? It's okay, Jordan, because he taught Ballantyne everything he knows. He's, so Ballantyne taught, is no taught, better than he is. He didn't he teach Ballantyne. What do you, t- you mean? You mean he taught, he taught Cyrus? No, he, I, I just assume he that he taught everyone at Matacorp everything they know. He t- like Declan just sits down and he's like, 
I'm doing, I'm doing important, like, like, isn't Foss supposed to think that there is a person, like, at any moment someone could jump out and fucking kill him? Considering the time that moment? Cyrus literally got into his car exactly like why, this. Why does he suck at his job oh, so wait, much? sorry. He got in Cyrus's car, but He still. sucks at his job. He's the worst. I love him so much. Uh, so he's like... I just, I wish that, I wish that Declan had gotten in in the driver's side seat and just started driving. <laughs> He probably left his keys in the ignition. For oh, be, yeah, because Foss is not in the driver's seat. No, he's, he's like in, the, in back. the back, like with his weird radio thing. He's in the back doing, listening in, and and Declan gets in. He's like, the Traegers are starting to put things together, and Foss says they were bound to figure yeah, out. I know, and eventually. it's really cutting into the bathroom time. <laughs> it's been so long since we. That's the other thing. That's the thing is we love Tom Foss so much that we kind of forgot about the fact that he's a gigantic turbo mega pervert. He um, did put cameras in the he bathroom. He put cameras in the bathroom to watch them take a shit, and he loved it. Declan is like, it doesn't matter if they're going to find everything out. Declan has seen they, Stephen and Nicole fucking so many times. I mean, uh, he's like, he's like, they would never turn their backs on Kyle. And then we smash cut to to Stephen and Nicole, and Nicole's like. I think we need to turn our back on Kyle. Um, <laughs> That's not what happens. So Foss, uh, so yeah, Foss so, says... Uh, uh, Declan says, uh, yeah, they won't turn their backs on Kyle. Foss says, well, when they find out that he's been keeping all these secrets from them, they're never going to forgive him. He he had a nice setup, but I, I told him before, we'll have to it's go only find a matter a of family. time before he has to drop the Traegers. So when he gets back, we're going to have to move on and... He find him a new place. <laughs> and then Declan's like, uh, fuck you. And then he just gets out of the car and he says, no, Declan, this is what's important. Come back. Kyle um, and Jesse find the entrance to Route 12. There's like a an old sign on the ground. And then there's like a log that is very conveniently blocking where the road used to be. And then it's just all kind of dirt from there. Uh, so they're like, well, time to abandon Declan's car. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Um, and then Jesse's like, like do you really believe... <laughs> Your dad you is really going to be believe? really mad. <laughs> She's like, do you really believe in Adam Balin that much? And then Kyle says, I don't know, but he sure. I mean, I like that Kyle's like, I don't know if we'll find anything, but we have to, we have to see. But it's like, Kyle, you've got a fucking treasure map in your ring. That right, you have a map. You. Like there's, he, it's he, obviously he, leading Balin, you somewhere. As, as Adam Balin's sole thing that he left you when he died was a ring with a map that led you right to this location. Of course there's yeah, something Jesse's here, like, Kyle. Do you really think that map is leading I somewhere? I don't know. Uh, we might just be chasing. We might just. Uh, this could all be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a very logical explanation for why the light passes through the gem and makes a map. So Kyle and Jesse uh, are walking. They have this conversation. Yeah, they jump Jesse's over the like, log and... She's yeah. just like, you know, when I get upset, I make things explode with my brain. And then Kyle says, same hat, me too. When I get, it's our brains harvest energy. And uh, I, and I love that. Yeah. Jesse's like, how do we do these things? And Kyle's like, it's something about harnessing energy. Please don't make me go into any more detail. The writers don't need to have to yeah, worry we, about that. We're not going to get zero escape music this week. Absolutely not. It doesn't <laughs> go in detail enough. He does tell Jesse about uh, how she gestated for extra long time, and that's why she's so cool and epic. Yeah. Um, so, but once uh, again, once again, I don't Kyle, understand. Uh, I don't understand why Jesse isn't like, like, we know Adam Balin only had a couple extra months in the tank. Well, in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the, in the, in the mom, uh, and Jesse was in, in the tank for like a year more than Kyle. So shouldn't she be like one, she should be like even more super than so Kyle is. So the thing is, I don't, I don't think we know how, I guess that's true. We don't know when they started. We Jessie. don't know when she was that's created. True. And Fair also, enough. uh, even, even with that in mind, like 
her time since leaving the tank has been very different. Like That's Kyle true. has been given lots of opportunities lots of, to like yeah. grow his intellect, whereas That's she Jesse was hasn't. pulled out, and then they they forced her to become a normal teen girl. They just gave like, her a thousand dollars. They gave her lots of money, so she should be using that money for like. You know, she should be investing it, basically. <laughs> um, so then, Jesse, uh, you fool! If you'd only had another month to gestate, you'd know that you should be investing. This is this is when Jesse actually mirrors the thing that I just said, where where because Kyle's like, I always thought I was the only clone, and then Jesse says, "Hey, I'm. We should have. We should. I. I maybe I'm like you. Maybe I'm. But I maybe I'm better than you. Maybe I'm Daft Punk harder, better, faster, stronger." And then she, I, I do love that. Yeah, he's like, I thought I was the only one until now, and she's like. Mm, competition. competition and he's like i don't think of it that way and this she's is the, like, this is like i gotta be honest this is one of the first times in the entire season that i've like felt any sort of like oh found jesse remotely charming yeah, found jesse any just even the slightest bit charming which uh i mean it's fine i just think that the show is confused about what they want to do with jesse and the choices that they make for her are not the most entertaining choices well that problem so. gets solved this episode so anyway well, jesse is like well, maybe you should think of me as competition. Maybe I'm smarter than you, or stronger, Cooler. or faster. And she like starts running down the road, and Kyle chases her. I'm and disappointed having, like, that fun, they didn't speed up the footage. And they're laughing and having fun. I wish they had sped up the footage, like when Kyle was swimming, because that would have been really funny. This is okay. <laughs> uh, Nicole pulls up Kyle's MRI no, this, results from this the, is the second scene, episode of the show. This is the scene where I'm getting mad again, <laughs> and Nicole says, "Guys, I just th- this is the wild. I just noticed." That Kyle's MRI results are a little wacky. But, like, she she points out, like, not points out, but, like, she says, okay, for the first time we did the MRI when we got, like, Abbott and Costello, well, <laughs> this guy over here, his brain. She's like, Th- these were impossible results, but then the next time we got it, it was fine. So I guess it's fine, and he's normal. Just yeah, a normal boy. Uh, Nicole, Josh, stop it! Throughout this scene, uh... They're, like, trying to talk about Kyle's amazing traits. Josh, meanwhile, uh, and we'll we'll delve into this a bit deeper in a moment, but Josh's thing throughout this conversation is that he's kind of trying to pull it away and be like, "Uh, how how funny is it that he sleeps in a tub? Hey, remember when he kizzle-dizzled? Yeah, it's Um, because, like, Stephen Stephen and Nicole are, like, talking about, you know, Kern died and Adam Balin allegedly kidnapped him and raised him and then killed himself and then like the petersons died like yeah, like they and keep josh keeps trying to the, pivot like, away josh has in my opinion the funniest line that he's ever had but i don't think it was supposed to be where he says hey remember that basketball game where kyle scored all those awesome half court jumpers I do love awesome okay, okay a bunch yeah. of people died but it's not like kyle's responsible yeah, that was, that was- not to hand it to him, but that was a funny line for the situation. Um, and then <laughs> That's they're a like, funny way wow, to say that. What's a, Remember what's a, when he got all those half-court jumpers? Okay, yeah, a bunch of people died, but... It really is impossible for me to, to like, justify in my brain how... Because, I mean, it's... it's it's not satisfying in the way I, 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 you know, we love. I like this episode a lot, but it's frustrating for me that the Traegers basically what they were doing for the entire show was just willfully ignoring this, and now uh-huh. they're finally just summarizing Kyle XY for us and having the. They're like, "Wow, it's really like this guy is. Th- this is not a normal boy." He, hey, gang, like, I just figured out. I think there might be something remarkable like, about. Like, him. here's some other things that, like, like when he predicted lightning, or he, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, or the way the way Stephen that this happens. says, like. Stephen says, like, first of all, he doesn't say that Stephen communicated with his dead dad, but he does say that he, like, he drew... D- I think he says that in a moment. He said, Well, he says he drew the living room oh, right, 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 from yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so he's like... Stephen is like, 
uh, shut up, Josh. Let's let's keep going. He didn't sleep for a week. He jumped off the roof. He blah blah blah. And then Josh, yeah, oh yeah. They say nobody should be able to do any of these things. And then this is where Josh gets like emotionally. He's like, yeah, because he's amazing. He's incredible. And you're acting like he's done something wrong. Like he's some kind of freak. Don't put him on Josh, trial. Give him a chance Josh, to explain. Josh, and you have literally, you literally on the show called him a freak multiple times and an alien. Not o- not only did you call him an alien, Josh said that Kyle was, like an was an evil alien, alien scout who is he like gonna keeping an eye the, on humanity. Yeah. And when he gives the signal, He's the human the race earth. will be eradicated from orbit. He cannot be the one. Why isn't it? Why wasn't it like Lori or why wasn't it like Nicole or someone like, right. Like, at least, at least that would be fucking consistent with Nicole's like, like pushing back been, on like, everything. Josh was like, yeah, and he was predicting lightning and he was drawing these pictures and he's communicating with ghosts. And then Nicole should be like, Hey, 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 this is Kyle. We're talking about. We love Kyle. He's like, he's, he's like that. Right. I is mean, it, th- this is the thing though, is it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't think there's any way that you can make this moment work because the things that they have seen Kyle do are already just, like, unignorable. Like, Like, any one of the things on their own. You can't just brush away the fact that he jumped off of a roof and was fine. Like... But like, like the one, like even like uh, the thing with Stephen's dad, and he drew the living room. Like right. that like one he, thing he, alone is he like he has access okay. to information that there's no possible way that he would have it. And then like, Josh knows that he, Kyle is not a normal person. That's what, are you what talking yeah. about. Who was it, Lori? Who is like when? How much do we even really know about Kyle? Yeah, is it, yeah. Lori, Lori's like it. This all adds up to something really weird when you think about it. How much do we really know Kyle? Who is he really? And that's when Josh is like, what are you talking about? He's our brother. He's your son. I'm not doing this anymore. And then Josh, like, grabs his notebook. His notebook full of theories that that he is getting indignant about them saying. It just, it really frustrates. And once again, it's really frustrating to me, like, that the Traeger family... And I get, I get that they're like having all these revelations, and and obviously they need to be asking questions here, and they should have been asking lots and lots and lots of questions from the start. And that also frustrates me is that the only person asking questions on this show was Josh, and he was doing it in the most fucking irritating way possible. But right. like, like the only way that this could have worked as a moment for Josh to be upset with them and is if be he was like realizing the consequences is if of it his was actions. from if like if this was something that josh like hasn't done since early season one yeah and if he was like embarrassed and ashamed of uh-huh. it if he was like no i was i didn't know him i didn't know him like i know him now and i i should have never written those things like i can't believe that you're really entertaining these awful things that i said about kyle like that's give me the back thing my about notebook. josh as I'm a gonna character throw it away like it's like but no like He's, I think he called Kyle an alien last episode. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about Josh. I, I was thinking about that recently of, like, with all this bullshit with Andy and, like, they try to really, uh, sim- like, tr- create Josh as this, like, very sympathetic character. It's not working. But, like, it would have worked a little bit better if Josh had started as this horrible douchebag, awful teen shithead who uh-huh. then like changes and mature. Like we, you know, right. he's older now. And then he's like, Oh, I, you know, those things I did, I was, I was, I was younger. And I didn't know it. And like with Andy, Oh, I'm sorry. I was such a big jerk. And like, 
he's working on improving himself, but he isn't. He's always like this, and he's liter and the show has literally always loved him for it. Like he never, and, and now he's like feeling emotional and he's gonna get brownie points from the viewers because he's oh the yeah one i'm sure his- i'm sure that all of those teen girls who watched this and wrote fanfic about how smexy he is i'm sure that they were watching this and they're like omg babby josh like, this the emotion breaking my heart the emotions that josh is having here would be meaningful and real if josh ever like he acts like a brother to kyle and a friend to kyle sometimes sometimes he right does. right rarely but but usually it's then followed by <laughs> are you from your ufo saucer kyle <laughs> right because he he's he occasionally acts like a caring brother but he always acts like kyle is a freak to be studied and theorized about yeah like he he, he which i mean <laughs> like f- fair enough if he wasn't being so like if it weren't if kyle hadn't specifically said like stop doing that and josh is like i'm sorry i'm the scum of the earth anyway back to it and it's still and it's also just frustrating to me that like like one thing you have to be clear about is that even if the Traegers are mistrustful or, or have a lot of questions about kyle it's like it's like Nicole says Kyle has brought nothing but love to them. So it's weird for me that like their response to finding out that there's something going on is not like concern for Kyle or just asking general questions. It's like what like they're 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 worried and getting all defensive about like who is he really? What is he really getting involved with? Instead of like right. oh geez Kyle we we need to like talk to him right like is he in out. danger? Like, is he in danger? Wh- like what, what has he been going through that we don't know like, about? Like Stephen saw Stephen saw Stephen okay Stephen heard in the last episode we're gonna strap Kyle into the CIR that right. does not get brought up once in this episode that Kyle is in danger of being put in the Gagoo machine. He doesn't bring that up to Nicole. He doesn't bring that up to anyone. And he should, because once again, he knows that that is probably not good for Kyle. Now, to be fair, Mm -hmm. the second he starts talking about the CIR, they're just going to be like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Can you Uh stop talking about, yeah, Nicole's like, can you stop talking about work? We're talking about Kyle right now. Yeah, so basically, to sum up my feelings, I do like this episode, and I like the, the way that the plot moves forward. But yeah, the way that the Traegers are, like, dealing with all of this is very strange. Also, it's, it's, where's Andy? I don't- Is I'm Andy just, like, on the couch playing G-Force while all of this is happening? Because yes. she was here yes, last also, episode. I don't- Yeah, she's in lockdown, but she has- It's like Hillary is somewhere else while she's in the house, and Andy's still in the house. Um, yeah, my thing is, like, I really like them finally putting- I mean, not like they- we were, like, being held out on by the show, but, like, the show is- you know, tying all these things together in ways that are very fun and interesting. But this this does just cast into light the big problem with the plot of this show of why the fuck do the Traegers never ask questions? They always ignore things. Even right. when they get, like, the most obvious indications of Kyle's abilities, they are like, oh, you can talk to my dead dad? Huh. That's great. Interesting. Thank you. That, I thank love, you like, thank you, thank you anyway, for helping to me work. heal... Thank you for helping me heal, Valentine's Kyle. calling me in at 3 a.m. on a Saturday. I gotta <laughs> Seriously. go. Uh, so now we're back. Oh, yeah. yeah we're the, back the, at... The, uh, one, the one last thing that I will say on this is, as much as this is frustrating, I do still think that I can count on the show to move forward in a way that I appreciate. Because, like, I don't... I think, I think that the only reason that they're at all, like, doubting Kyle right now is just so that there will be more catharsis when they're like, no, Kyle, we should have yeah. never doubted. So like, I, I don't think that this is going to really matter moving forward. 
the I, thing I'm about just, the show, I'm just looking forward to the part where they all come around and they're just all helping yeah. Kyle again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of it at the, uh, like, at season one ended with the super emotional scenes where, you know, Kyle says goodbye to everyone and leaves. And then he's back by the end of the episode. Like, the show kind of either undercuts its payoffs a little bit just because it wants to to move things forward or it it, you know creates these weird confusing situations just so it can have a nice oh yeah there there is a there is a i i I was gonna say a big one but like a very good example of that later in this episode that we'll get you know the show i i do quite like the show but it isn't you know it isn't perfect it's just fun oh yeah i mean i was watching this episode and even while i was rolling my eyes at the way the traegers were talking i was also fucking pogging out of my brain exactly because it's like the show because of the because of the stunts that Kyle does in this episode. He does stunts and like the show is is it actually remembers things, which is <laughs> I mean the bar is so low, but I mean critically acclaimed beloved uh hit 27 Emmys winning TV show Game of Thrones Dan couldn't fucking Da-da-da. remember like where things were on a map or like when things <laughs> happened or like the name uh, the fucking name of one of the most important characters according to them like like they forgot what fucking Gentry's fucking name was and this show is like bringing shit back from season 1 in mm-hmm. ways that are fun every and have to matters every detail matters it's good um they anyway, still didn't bring jo- up that, Jesse that, and Kyle oh well i was just going to say um that when Kyle's when Jesse says I, or Kyle says i thought i was the only one i was just thinking of to episode 1 when it said like a, a a naked person washed up on the beach with no memories. I literally don't think that's ever going to come up again. That's, I think, season four. <laughs> I think that was just some shit that they did for the pilot before they had fully yeah, decided I think, I think where the so story too. was going. It's entirely possible. Yeah. Anyway, so Jesse and Kyle, they finish running. They find a cabin in the woods. And Jesse's like, oh, who would live out here? Kyle says, maybe someone who's expecting us. So they, they knock on the door. And then Jesse just opens it and walks in, and Kyle's like, uh, 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 and she's like, yes. Kyle yeah, Kyle's follows like, her can, inside. Ky- I like it. I like it when you, Kyle's like, you can't do that. And Jesse's like, yes, I can. Yeah, I this can. Is, this is what I, this I'm is. I'm Jesse XX. My, this is the thing I like about Jesse, but I also kind of don't like it because the show is not willing to play with it enough, is like, we, I was hoping when we met Jesse that she'd be evil Kyle, and she kind of is. Like, mm-hmm. she's kind of a, a Kyle without a moral compass, in a way, or she's a Kyle who's more willing to, like, be bad. But the show also does something that I wish they didn't do, which is, like, she's often very conf- – like, like, either Honestly, make her – Honestly, the – yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was going to say, like, either make Jesse, like, I'm bad Kyle, and I love it. That would be fun, or mm-hmm. I'm I'm conflicted about my feelings, which isn't as fun, and that's what the show has gone with. But then if they're gonna do that, then don't have her be like, Haha, "I'm gonna break in. Who cares? I'm Jesse." Like, I think the uh, thing that ruined it so bad was the programming, yeah. because like they they did this weird like split the difference between like Jesse is is like a troublemaker, unlike Kyle, because she didn't have a a nurturing environment like Kyle had that he quote unquote grew up in. Which to be fair, that in and of itself is like kind of shitty of like, Oh, unless you have a loving family to bring you up, you're going to be a right. Well, that's, that's what's frustrating is like, think if they had like taken their time because uh, I did, I did, I have said the show has pacing issues. I I wanted, I want, I, what I really wanted was like 
Emily and Valentine like like speed run raising Jesse to be evil. Right, like that would have been they, so. If fucking they had fun. just like gathered her up and like took her to a you were, lab, you were a clone, and, like just created just a lab, raise her, yeah, and just say yeah. like now and and like you know they they do like some shit where they like show her pictures of Kyle and they're like and make sure you get his brain out. <laughs> like, like 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 I had this this moment I thought when we saw Jesse and they like gave her the teddy bear I thought they were going to do a thing they're like here's the teddy bear now destroy it or something like they were going to do this <laughs> this fucking twisted like they were going to make it twisted and that would have been really fun. And and if Jesse is going to be this conflicted villain that's fine but also they have her being like you know I wanted the necklace so I attacked Lorian but I don't know why I did it and it's like Man I was going to say I was going to say, like, what episode did Jesse show up in? Because it was the episode when they blew up Zizix. And then I remembered That's the that season was the fucking season premiere. <laughs> She's only been on the show for 13 episodes. They um, did, They did like, four episodes of plot in the season premiere. And, like, yeah, if, if Jesse had just been given time to develop and, like... They teach the brainwashing her thing, yeah. They as, teach instead her of bad. programming her, then at least it would be like, oh, when she says like, when Kyle's like, you can't just walk in, and Jesse's like, why not? Then I'd be like, okay, I get why she thinks that. It's just, it's very weird that I guess, I guess to really boil it down, you never really know what you're working with with Jesse because and you don't know like what is her like not being socialized. What yeah, is her also, being programmed to be evil? And also, and I think another problem I have with Jesse is, like, it's frustrating from a character perspective of, like, her having questionable amounts of free will. So whenever yeah. she does anything, you never are quite sure if she's doing it because she wants to or doing it because she's been programmed to do it, which just isn't right. very fun. Man, like, this has if, been a, a, a lot of talking about the show without yeah, talking about the show. This that's episode. good. I, I, hey, we're having a discussion because we're, we're getting into points where the show is kind of, you know, yeah. coming, it's, coming it's all just, together. It's, a, it's an episode that really brings out a lot of the problems with the show, despite also being the a fact very that it's good episode. Rules, yeah. Um, but, so but, but, Kyle you know. follows her in. He closes the door behind them because he's nice, unlike uh, Hollandaise. <laughs> they look around, but nobody's here. It seems abandoned. Kyle finds a book and he says, I know this book. And he looks at the spine and it says, Dava Avina's Tanger Kutatash. Yeah, um, that's when, uh, so uh, now we're back at Trigger. You, uh, Stephen and Lori are at the the table. Uh, Lori then like tearfully apologizes. I, I do love this. Uh, he, she's like tearfully apologizing. I'm sorry for accusing you of cheating on mom. And then Stephen like holds up his hand and and he says like, "Thank you for apologizing," because <laughs> he's just like, "Yeah, you should be." I'm still kind of <laughs> pissed off about that, Lori. Yeah, he he holds her hand. He doesn't hold up his hand. Oh, I thought he was like stop it. The, yeah, but but like I like that he he isn't like it's okay. I'm sorry that I made you think that. It's like yeah, you should be. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you I did. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I wasn't cheating on her. <laughs> I, there's no reason that you should have thought I was, but I do sincerely appreciate that you apologized. <laughs> now, please tell Nicole that I wasn't. That was stupid. Yeah, it is very uh, funny. Yeah, he's not like, and I'm sorry that I snapped at you. No, he's just like, I'm glad you apologized. <laughs> See, Moving I, on. I do want to say this scene brought to my mind something that I completely like forgot about, even though even though it was happening in the episode, which is is Nicole walks in right. She says like. Oh, maybe we should go find Kyle. And then uh, Lori then says that like, well, they don't know where she where he is, and Declan won't tell her anything. And I was like, oh right, Declan knows more than literally anyone else 
on the yeah, show because like, like this is this is the episode where where Lori really truly realizes like I have thought that Declan was being weird. Now I know that he it, knows something. It and is, I, I it actually is, really like this because uh Nicole is like, what would Declan know? And Lori's like, well, uh, when Kyle left with the Petersons, he was being very weird. And then when Kyle came back, he was even he weirder. It. Stephen pulls out the notes from Balin that they found at the at UW, and it's got the Zizek symbol. It's got the and then Lori says like, and, oh my god, Lori, because uh, Nicole, says, Nicole just to yeah, refresh, Nicole says like. Kyle and Declan went to these coordinates, which were the same ones that Kyle was zigazigaing. Uh, but when they came back, they said that it was just trees there. It was just that's the, when just the forest and Lori. That's when like, Lori's oh, like, "Oh, that must have been the place we went." There were and and she's like, "What did you see there?" And she says, "Okay, first of all, sorry, we went to the woods. It was kind of a contrived uh, reason to go here, but we went there, and there was a they fucking played, we underground band of horses, underground mole children, QAnon tunnels. I don't fucking know. There was a really convoluted system of fire doors that almost got us all killed. There was a <laughs> fire doors that leak. absolutely do not solve the problem because you can. They, it basically can just turns the building into a into maze. A maze. Uh, well, the fire is going to have to really have a lot of brain cells to solve." <laughs> this one or it could just yeah do- and, and the people who are trying to escape from the fire are going to be having a real time well they can just follow the left wall which the fire doesn't know how to do oh no it's a fire it can only follow the wall I've so then Lori, we confuse uh, the fire Lori Lori says like the there's fire a will give up uh, so they're like okay well the only person who can tell us it it's so funny that Declan, like Declan knows so Cause, much. Because Lori really says, uh, Declan went to those coordinates. I think that it might be the same place because Declan and Kyle both seemed really resistant to going there when we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So he he must know something about that place. The fact that, um, by the way, in that episode, the fact that like Declan was was having this like Jesse drama while he was in the place that he re- he knew what it was was kind of interesting to me like kind of odd Mm -hmm. that he wasn't like that it wasn't more focused on him with kyle than it was and it was like they had a lot of moments there but it was weird that they also dedicated screen time of that episode to to jekyllin jekyllin hyde (laughs) um yeah so so we go back to kyle and jesse kyle's like i think this place is abandoned there's a very weirdly executed moment where kyle like points to a door and he says is that a closet (laughs) Yeah, I think I think what the moment was supposed to be was Kyle just being like, hey, did you check what's behind that door yeah. yet? But the the fact that he's like, is that a closet? And she's like, I don't know. And then they like go up to it. I was like, like, I, I had to like backspace my notes because I had originally written down like, Kyle seems very interested in a closet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they no, open they open the door. It goes down to the basement. They find this weird, like, this weird, like... <laughs> You know it's a fucking puzzle video. It's it's missed. It's an adventure game because there's a musical musical piano yeah, lock it, to this it door. It looked like a bombshell. I thought that they were going to find that someone was down here because there's like jars of food in the basement. I was, you you know like one of the most like troubling media tropes to me. I don't know if it's a trope, but just like any piece of media where there's a concept of like a person secretly living in a building just freaks me the fuck out like oh it's uh, very creepy like when it's like oh I, there's a person here and we do not know where they are uh i think often you know about- what's the funniest part is that yeah. they they get here they have no idea who's here they're assuming that someone lives here 
but and you're like, okay, so someone probably lives here and we're going to see them. But the second they say, oh, I think this place is abandoned, the idea of someone showing up suddenly becomes terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Like, the idea of them going in and uh, finding someone in here is just like, oh my fucking god, that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. So they see the fucking Whereas if they had just walked in, opened that door, walked down to the basement and find whoever lives here... They would just be like, oh, it's the person yeah, who lives here. Yeah, someone lives here. Uh, they, they, find they don't, the video they don't game, find anyone living here, though. They find the video game, uh, adventure game, puzzle, music lock, uh, and they're like, well, we, and obviously it's, we know what song. Oh we my know god, this song. is so contrived. It's ridiculous. I love it, oh, though. Oh, we, we should mention so, the, the yeah. door. It's like a big, heavy wooden door, and the Latinox symbol is engraved into it, but the, the little circle in the center, it looks like a... A little piano. It looks like a like little a circular, yeah, circular ring of piano keys. And then they press it and it makes like a little tone so you know it's a piano. So then and Kyle says, got it. And he's pleased. See, this is, this is, a, this is what, D and the door opens. This is what, because obviously now we know exactly what he needs to play, right? He needs to play the song that they talked about from the jukebox. But the song was missing. So unless. Right. This is where I was like, oh, they're going to have s- to do some kind of puzzle to, f- because there, it'll then, be like, oh, the 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 record is in a locked cabinet, and we yeah, have to we have to get is, the code to open it up. That's what I love nope. about this this episode is that it's an adventure game. But instead, Kyle calls his friend who knows how to play piano, says, "Can you Google this song for me and then play it for me so I know how it goes?" And I was, <laughs> hey, can you can you searchies? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is very funny. It is very funny uh, that he. But once again, Amanda. Uh, no one is more willing to not ask questions on this show than Amanda because Kyle says. Yes, I'm. He's like, I I need you to do something, and, and she's like, I'm I'm leaving tomorrow. Uh, what is it? And he's like, I need you to play this song for me. Uh, I'm. It's hard to explain. I'm not going to tell you anything. It killed me. But oh, by the way, we didn't. We, we, uh, for the record, there's a landline. I guess someone's paying the fucking phone bill here. Yeah, I, mean, I swear to God, someone's gonna come back with like a deer like slung over their shoulder, and they'll be like, oh, What are you doing? Oh, I was just out that's hunting. even creepier because we know what's behind the. Could you imagine if someone didn't? know what was down here ah! <laughs> ah! anyway yeah so they they call her on on a landline that is conveniently working uh and yeah amanda's like where are you kyle and he's like it's hard to explain and amanda's just like I, oh, okay that's I'm fine so, i'm so mad at amanda for how she needs to she needs to be like kyle if you do not tell me what is going on i'm going to break up with you I don't think that I don't think that Kyle is a bad boyfriend. I mean, he kind of is because he's Kyle XY he and he's got a giant brain. But like, he is. I don't think that Kyle is being a bad person for not telling her. But like, it it just seems like Amanda needs to put her foot down in this situation. But she's too afraid to be pushy. And yeah, be like that's what's crazy. weird. Is you would expect the tension here to be that Amanda's like. Kyle, if you if you don't if tell me things, I can't trust me, I can't you. Be with like, you. That's like, not how this tr- works. And then Kyle has to choose between: will do I, I keep will I my lose secret, Amanda? or do I open up to Amanda, knowing that it might put her in danger? But she doesn't understand that right now because she doesn't know what's but going on. But no, she's on. just like okay. But no, okay, Amanda's you're just with, like you're with you're with Jesse, oh, okay. who was. You were with Jesse, who I already don't trust, and also who attacked Lori, which, by the way, does not get brought up. She does not bring up the fact that Amanda uh, committed assault. Or that, sorry, yeah, Amanda did. Uh, she assaulted us with her beautiful performance of uh, Pachelbel's Cannon and D. <laughs> no, she doesn't bring up the fact that, like, Jesse is wanted for assault, and, like, Kyle is with her, right. and she already Beca- has Yeah, that because what up, happens is Kyle is like, do you know she could be you? She says no. He says, can you search it and play the melody for me? 
because I, I'm trying to find something and I Which, think by that the way, song she doesn't might be play, the key. It was Jesse kind of in the background is like, tell her it's really important. And yeah, the manager's like, like, are you with Jesse? What are you doing? And he's like, I wish I would tell you if I could. It's hard to it's explain. It's important. I'm sorry. And I'm she's just like, frustrated because I'm frustrated Oh yeah, I'm he's like, I wish I could tell you why. And she's like, well, you, you can. can, so do. And he's like, all I can say is that I'll never do anything to betray you. I wouldn't ask if it wasn't something I really needed. You know how much I care about you, Amanda. And Amanda's no, just, just like, tell her. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Like, like at That's least, fine. at least, at least, be like, because uh, I know she's like leaving, but like, at least be like, once this is over, I promise I'll tell you everything. But he right. won't. He won't. He's gonna tell the Traegers. We know he's already told Declan. He already <laughs> told someone. Declan it's knows, like, and Amanda doesn't. Why won't he tell her? Kyle, tell your girlfriend. Kyle, Kyle when you tell her, she's gonna She'll love, love it. you so much she more. She would than, like, love it. She so liked much. you ever since you pissed her pants while you <laughs> pissed your pants, not hers, while you watched no, her no, play no, piano no. after breaking into her house. Like if you tell her that you're a a, a clone. Like She's gonna like, be so into it. She'll love this girl's it. A freak. I mean, like we know what's up with Kyle, and we love Kyle for it. Imagine if you watch <laughs> the show. Imagine if that's why. Maybe that's why all the teens love Josh and they don't love Kyle that much. Is like on the fan fiction is because like, oh, he's a clone. So that's so weird. I don't like that. Josh okay, is so, so normal. I love it. Now, uh, Lori- I, I do. I do also. I know they already kind of very, very vaguely dealt with this a couple episodes ago, but it's really weird. That the stuff that Kyle is saying to her is exactly the kind of shit that that Charlie would, say, would have said. That yeah. he's like, "Come on, Amanda, you I know I love you. you. I wouldn't you know betray you. you. Just trust me." And she's just like, oh, "Okay, okay." I mean, I guess that just says a lot about about how inherently trusting and uh, easy to take advantage of Amanda is to a fault. Like that she won't ask. Yeah, questions. I, 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 it would. I think it would have been a little better if, if. At least if he had said, like, you know how much I care about you, I would never do anything to betray you. When he said that, if she, like, she looked got, like, down ups- at yeah. the picture of her that he painted yeah. or drew with crayons, like, at least that would be, like, I just, her saying, I just, oh, I, I have the evidence that he really cares about me. Yeah. like It's, I, it's weird. It's just it's just frustrating because it's a combination of Amanda will not like she's got a bomb strapped to her and it will go off if she asks too many questions, which maybe that was part <laughs> of Tom Foss's evil plan. And then also Kyle will he will tell Declan, but he will not tell Lori or uh, no, Amanda. No. Yes. Amanda. Why did, anything. Huh? Why did he tell Declan to begin with? How did that happen? He told Declan because wait, hold on. Going through my brain. Because they, they went to the woods, he told Declan, just wait by the car, you don't need to know what this is. But he told Declan afterwards, and I don't remember why. He told Declan... No, 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 because Declan was already kind of clued on in the mystery, because they went they discovered Adam Balin together, right, at college. And then Kyle... Right, but Lori was there too for that. Kyle told... Kyle left Declan all those clues, and the reason it makes no sense is because we thought that Declan would spend the, like, off-season looking into it, and he just spent the off-season being depressed and having mental illness. That's right, that's right. Literally, literally the only difference between, uh... Declan getting clued in and Amanda not getting clued in is that for some reason Kyle decided to tell Declan when he asked and didn't decide to tell Amanda when she yeah, asked. Like like I think it worked in the at the in the moment because because Kyle Right, like, it just needed, makes it weird later that he yeah, won't weird tell Amanda. That he anything. won't tell because he already someone already knows and and now we have people suspicious of his secrets. Amanda wasn't really she just thought he was a bit odd at the time. Now she's like asking all these questions and he's like, I'll I will not tell you, but just know that I love you. 
Um, okay, this is my Maybe favorite other thing. Maybe if you were thing. Declan. So, Lori summons Declan to trigger you, but the f- thing I find really fucking funny about it is that Declan was outside talking to Foss because he was right outside their house. Um, I like that, that we're just assuming that Tom Foss was literally directly in I front mean, of he their had house to be because near, he, he had definitely to be near, was. I mean, he had to be nearby, and also, the, Declan couldn't have gone anywhere because he doesn't have his car. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> God, he doesn't have his car. Like, How far Lori, away does he live? Lori texted him like, "Hey, come over," but he was already there. Yeah, he, and he's like, he "I'm just, already here." Kyle took my I, car. <laughs> I can't get home. So he well, gets there. He can do parkour. Stephen and Nicole are waiting for him, and then Lori's like, "Can you tell me about the place you went to in the woods?" Because once again, I'm also not going to ask any questions about the underground facility that you seem to know about. And then Declan, right, and Declan's, Declan's just doing like, this, like huh? playing dumb. Woods? I do like that. I, I've I love never it. been to the woods. I love Declan, the one who, besides Kyle, has the least, you know, ability to argue against any of the things, and he's the one playing- What? I don't know what you're talking- I don't even know- I don't even know- Who is Kyle? Who? Sorry, um, sorry, Mrs. T, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just your yes, friendly Steven, neighborhood De- this Declan. Is, we are coming up on my favorite- Well, my second favorite moment in the episode. No, my oh favorite my moment in the episode. God, there's so many good ones. Steven and Nicole, they're like, Declan, I know you know something about Kyle. We need to know what it is. And Declan's like, I don't know what you mean, Mr. and, and Mrs. Steven's T, like, sorry. Steven's like, okay, well, Steven's then I'm like, going to have to okay, call the well, cops. If, in that case, I'm going to do what I should have done in the first place. I'm calling the police. He walks in. He Declan walks is like, whoa, 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 hey. Steven walks into the kitchen and the camera like whips around and we and see fucking Tom fucking Foss standing in the kitchen in. and it just says, don't call the police. I love Foss is I I love him so much. He's he's a nightmare man. He it's broke so into the funny. Traeger's house. How did he get cuz they were in the front door. They were standing in the entrance way to the house when they were talking to there, Declan. How there, there did is, he get in? There is a kitchen door. We have seen it before. He just broke in and like like he was anticipate like he didn't talk about this with Declan like okay, you go in and then well, I'm going to stand in just in case they like well I'll I'll give them some kind of clue. Like, what is the... Uh, they didn't coort... I mean, I guess maybe they did. Maybe. <laughs> no, like, I don't like, think he did. Because Declan seemed shocked to see him. What possessed Which is funny because he do? talked to him 10 seconds ago. What we don't see is that Foss has his gun behind his back and he was ready to kill every <laughs> single one of them. If I hear so much as a sniffle. <laughs> if you... Like, Nicole starts getting emotional and teary-eyed later, and I'm just really happy that Foss was gone by that point. Otherwise, kablamo. <laughs> so, was someone sniffing? Uh, yeah, so, okay. Uh, Steven, he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Get out of my house. It's... Which is really funny, considering that, like, he... He, he was knows worried that about Tom is yeah. involved in some yeah, way, why does but he's just any, like he's just oh it's no, our he's old just, security guy. No, I I mean I think it I think it really is just like you know Tom Foss has an inherently punchable face. Like you see, like he, <laughs> Stephen sees Tom Foss, he knows that Foss knows everything, but he's so angry and hates Foss so much that he's just like you get the fuck. I know you have all the answers, but I don't even want them from you. Go away. <laughs> I fucking hate you. And then Foss sad walks out of the Traeger house. Oh. Okay, and then he, but but not before talking about how much he respects Nicole and how how cool he thinks she, she is. <laughs> yeah, no, like but, Stephen knows from what Brian Taylor was saying. Like he knows that Foss has been protecting Kyle from them. Yeah, and and and, and, and the second he same, sees Foss, his instincts take over, and he's just yeah, like, his instincts you, take over. And he's like, get the fuck out of my he, house! Yeah, you freak. he 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 puts him back in the CIR. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but this is what Declan looks Declan's like. They like, left a little bit in there. Let's get it out of your brain. Declan's like, okay, you can. He's like, he's like, look, look, look. 
don't don't kick him out. He's a friend. He's been with Kyle since the beginning. Um, he wouldn't hurt a fly unless that fly had a had a you know had a cold and started sniffling. But but besides that, he's he's a good guy. Uh, yeah. Laurie so says, in this like, moment, Lori is like, okay, so you really have been lying to me this whole time. You know what's going on. Declan's like, I'm sorry, Lori. I've everything I've been doing. I'm just trying to protect Kyle. She says. See, I love this because this is two thirds of the platinum trio here like sticking up for kyle but i like wait who's the other one kyle kyle yeah it's kyle foss and declan the platinum <laughs> trio we, we, we talked about this in the heist episode no i know but, it's just the the phrase two-thirds of the platinum trio here to stick up for kyle suggested that yeah, if they were all here kyle would be like yeah leave me alone yeah, he's gonna stick up for himself but i like that that declan is getting consequences where Lori finds out that he i mean she already kind of knew but like Lori finds out just how much declan has been keeping from her and she is very very mad and yeah, i can't wait like, for this to become like, a so point of what what have you been protecting kyle from no actually you know what fuck off i don't want to yeah, hear I love it. it out that's what i'm saying like like she this this is this is what we were joking about with Foss, but real. She knows that he has answers, but she's so angry at him that she doesn't want to hear it from him and just kicks De- him out. And I love De- that. Declan's just like, okay, bye then. Wait, and then he's like, wait, but I can't get home because Kyle has my car. Can you give me a ride home, <laughs> He can Lori? do parkour. It's fine. Kyle taught him. So Declan leaves, uh, but he tells them on the way out, like, just listen to whatever Foss has to say. I promise you can trust him as long as you don't have a cold. We go back to Amanda, <laughs> who is still on the phone with Kyle. She has uh, found the song on Searchies. She puts she the plays phone it, down she and play, This playing. is what I was really frustrated by because she, I, I keep saying frustrated, not frustrated, but it's like not to get cinema sinzy, but like Kyle says, can you play me the song? And she plays it like with all of the chords and she plays it really nicely yeah, because she's really good at piano. But like how is Kyle supposed – I couldn't – I was trying to like pick out the melody from there and I couldn't. This is what's so funny because she, as Kyle is listening, we see his face and – what is actually happening is he's like tearing up. He's so emotional at hearing Amanda play because he loves her so much and he's so sad that he can't be there and tell her what is going on. But just the look on his face, what is, the way I that can't... I was looking at it, it just looked like he was in his head like, can I, what? how, can you, would it be can rude you... if I interrupt her and tell her to play it without chords? No, what happens is after the scene, he walks up to the circular piano lock and just has to mash all of his fingers on it to try <laughs> to play all the chords and it doesn't open. And he it's has to fine. Call it's her an back. ergonomic keyboard. That's what pianos are supposed so, to be like evolutionarily. So Amanda's like, is that what you needed? And Kyle goes, it was perfect, but, but actually, can you, can you play can you just, it again like, play without it, can chords? You play it? And she's like, yeah, yes, Kyle. And then she plays it again without chords. And then she says, hey, Kyle, this is my last day here. I'm leaving tomorrow. Uh, will you... This... Oh, this made me mad at Kyle. This made me mad so much at Kyle. And, you know, he's my perfect boy and I love him so much. But I was so mad at him here. She's like, will you be back here in time to say goodbye? And Kyle says, I want to be. And then he holds the phone like he's going to say something. And then he just doesn't. And he hangs up. Well, like, bye. I really thought he's going to be like, but Amanda, just know one thing. I love you or something like that. But no, he just hangs up on her. Right. Or he's, like, I want to be. I want to be here. Look, but Amanda, I, Jesse's in danger. We have to, I have, have to, to be gone for a I little while. I promise I'll but, tell you everything. Um, but if I don't see you, just know. But no, he's just like, I, I, I would like to be <laughs> there. Dating Kyle is such a nightmare. I actually sincerely hope that Amanda leaves him for her own sake. I like Kyle a lot. He is not good at being in a relationship. He's not good. He's not a good communicator unless it's with Declan. And that's why Declyle is the only valid ship on Kyle XY. Kyle mm-hmm. goes and he, and he play he's, he plays, we know he's, he's good at sight reading and he's good at playing instruments when he, when he wants to. So well, he plays. Uh, reading. He's playing it by ear. 
He's playing it by ear, but he... he oh, no, he's played piano because he played Pocketville's Canon in D and made Amanda feel like <laughs> right. shit. Oh, no. Wait, no, he played it on the guitar and he made him, he made Laurie feel like shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he plays it perfectly on his first try. Uh, it is... Th- this is a little cinema sinsy, but yeah, every time there's like a musical code or whatever, it is really like... Like, yeah, make sure you play the right part of the song and you play the right part of the melody and make sure you play it in the right key and transposed onto the correct, like... I mean, I have to assume that it's in the original key and also, I just think that, I think that musical lock is is just too fun. I'm always, whenever I encounter that in like a video game, I always just think it's it's so fun Mm -hmm. Uh, and I never, I never mind it. And it's like, how does this even work? Anyway, the the door opens, uh, Kyle is about to go in, but Jesse stops him and she says, uh, no matter what we find in here, you've done so much for me. I want to thank you. You've made me feel safe. You've given me hope. I was so afraid that she was going to go for the kiss, but they just hug. Can I? Which can is I nice. say one more nitpick? Can I say one more nitpick? I mean, just not even a nitpick. Just something I would have liked a little more. I think. I think Jesse should have been the one who solved the because Kyle has been basically doing all the puzzle solving for this episode, which is fine. He's a perfect, super smart boy. But I think Jesse should have solved the puzzle for two reasons. Number one, I think that. If Jesse had had to call Amanda, that would have made Kyle look less bad. Like, like if Jesse <laughs> That's was so true. Like, like, like Kyle, it just makes him look kind of shitty for not telling Amanda. But if Jesse is like, look, it's me. Um, I'm with Kyle. Let me explain. Like, it's nothing romantic. Blah, blah, blah. They have to hash things out of it. And then she, she says, like, can you do this for me? I know you don't have a reason to trust me. And then Amanda, you know, she's and then a Amanda nice, says, you person. tried to kill Lori. Yeah, and she said like this. I can't explain it. And, but well, I didn't. Then Amanda's trusting uh, and kind nature does not reflect so poorly on her that if that, I wanted like, Lori dead, she'd be dead. But my other thing is, is that remember with the safe, we know that Jesse has like she can pick things out by ear, and she oh, already that's, solves like a tonal lock yeah, combination. She's done it before. So, so it would have been kind of cool if she'd done it. It's fine. It's it's fine the way it is. But I, I or liked if that the fucking more. record being missing had been part had of not, the puzzle and they had to yeah. find it. Yeah, I don't, I like, that's the thing is, if Amanda wasn't there, then the trail would have just gone cold, I guess. But but then they would have just had to go home, look up the song, and then come or, back. I mean, literally, the, if the record could have just been in it, she just listens to it, remembers, they get the keypad, and then she's like, wait, I know how to do this, I've done it before, and then she yeah. plays it. I mean, I know that they needed, to, what, they wanted to have some Amanda content, and that's fine. I just, I don't know, I just wasn't yeah. good Amanda content, because it just made no. Kyle look like a kind of terrible boyfriend. Um, yeah, okay, so anyway, but, but they, now we gotta say the they, thing that's behind the door, because it rules. They go in, and it's a weird lab, it's all it's blue. blue. It's foggy. And they see, who do they see on a table? See, they don't it's show- Adam Balin. Yeah, they don't- <laughs> It's Adam Balin, and he's not dead! But he's he's coma. He's like in a coma. He's in a coma, yes. and then you remember that you saw Steven's dad. Kyle yeah, in doing the previously his thing, on this. In the previously week, on, so you know so it's like, important. Oh my god, he's gonna do it with Adam Balin. But like, Adam Kyle's Balin like, is, oh my god, this is Adam Balin. I scattered his ashes, ashes, and Jesse's just like, eh, must not have been his anyway. <laughs> Maybe was it there? was one of the other people Foss incinerated. Yeah, it was Sniffly guy. Because we know, like, aren't cremation ashes, like, the ashes of the bones, specifically? I feel like I've heard that before. I don't know. They're, like, bone fragments or something. So maybe he dug up the sniffly guy. Or Kern. It was Kern. It was Kern. It was Kern's ashes. He took the skeleton. Okay. And he- well, the police had his skeleton, but sure. Oh, right, they did. Uh, so so then- Ka- His party city skeleton. 
So then Foss is, we're back at Trigger U, Foss is there. He says, you, Kyle can answer your questions. Uh, I won't for some, I guess, I guess for, from Foss's point of view, it is Kyle's, kind of Kyle's right to tell them. Yeah, like, he's Steven not is not satisfied them. with that. He's like, no, tell, I, I love this. Steven's like, why did Brian Taylor have you strapped to a chair in Matacorp? And Foss says, we had a disagreement. <laughs> and Steven's and like, like, that. That is not an answer. Foss is like, all you need to know is that Kyle would he's a, he's the best and he's iconic and he's remarkable. We fucking we know that him. already. Yeah, he's just saying things we already know. That's uh, basically the whole show. Uh, Kyle <laughs> Nicole is like, you've what? Do you, what did Declan mean when he said you were always lo- looking out for him? And he's like, I've I've known him ever since he was a, a a little child in the tank. And I put well, he doesn't say in the tank, but he says he says like Kyle has been through a lot. And uh, what he needs is all he ever wanted was a family uh, and and to have a home like this one. And then, yeah, because they they ask him, do you know where Kyle is? He says, I, I, I know vaguely where he is. I think I know where he is. But he when I talked to him on the phone, he asked me to come here and protect you instead of going to find him. Uh, so Steven's like. Well, I can take care of my family on my own, so you better go bring home our son. Which is like, they play it like it's such a meaningful moment, but they have referred to Kyle as, as like, Kyle has been like, oh, my sister yeah, Lori. Yeah, I know. They, like, they, he, they've it, said They've done it so for... much. Like, it's not it's not exciting and meaningful that Steven's no, like, oh, they, my son Kyle. Said, like, the only way bring... that this would be, be, like, significant is if we were meant to sincerely believe that Steven was, like, maybe turning on kyle which i I don't believe if they had just said like uh, all you need to do is bring him home or something like that that'd have been yeah that'd have been fine uh we're back in we're back in adam balin's nap chamber um did we see any like indication of like a bullet wound on him did we see anything like that show that like obviously we know he's been shot but i also I'm I'm just I I'm, we're going to get answers about this uh, unless it's in season 4 and if so I'm going to <laughs> fucking scream but like surely someone had someone had to be in on it not probably not Foss because we know that Foss doesn't exactly know where he is right Foss didn't put him here uh, uh I don't know it could be Foss but he says like I mean if Foss knew Cuz you know he, what there is still something that is not explained which is oh, where, where did Foss, Foss go <gasps> Oh, he was missing actually, for a little while. He was so. missing, so he could have been taking care of Adam Balin, and we also he could have been setting up a scavenger hunt. He might have we been don't stealing know, a record from a jukebox. We don't know where Cobb Salad is. Is my other is the other kind of the other possible thread here? I, yeah, obviously I've I've be. been assuming that she lives here, and she's she's probably not here right now. But it it doesn't look like nobody's been here in a long time. But this is but this now brings back my Adam my Balin aside <laughs> questionable theory of like did. Did like Foss shoot Adam Balin on purpose to like fake his death and then take him here? Because Brian Taylor probably seems to think he's dead. Or like, did Foss know that Brian Taylor wasn't going to finish the job and take him here? Or did yeah, Adam I Balin don't know because have- this suggests that Adam knew like this was all planned by yeah. Adam. I mean, we know but he if- set up the scavenger hunt. We know that he wrote the note for Kyle that said don't trust Brian Taylor. Yeah. So I think what this suggests to me is that Brian probably wasn't the one who shot him yeah. or like if he was, then Adam Balin had some uh, kind of plan. Balin had already told Foss like but no, I, I don't know. I'm leaning towards Foss shot him. But because- like cuz Foss has the like could shoot him in a way that wouldn't kill him, I guess. Is my right. Th- I mean, not really, but 
in no, this, but like in, in TV, universe, in TV sure. universe, yeah, like like right. I think I think that's more likely, more likely than don't trust Brian Taylor, but also Brian Taylor failed to assassinate him. I think it's more likely that it just. I Foss I love this. I really did a fake assassination. I really sincerely love this show and all of the mysteries it's setting up, and I think it's just such a fun ride. And the fact that it ends in season three unresolved is it, it really weighs heavy on my soul. It really hurts. Um, yeah, well, we we don't know how much is unresolved. And we so. know that the showrunners do say some of the things that they wanted to happen. So yeah. hopefully that'll give us yeah. some closure. It'll be fucking Brenda Kyle Hampton. Kyle moved they all to, to New York, York. Yeah, they where all to he New lived York with Amanda and they Josh played becomes Papa Bell's a... Canon D every day. So now we have family meeting time, family meeting, everybody coming to the living room. Josh is mad because they read his uh, file. Uh, and... uh, 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 uh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't talk about the thing that happens at the Adam Balin scene. Oops. Yeah. So Kyle tries to talk to Adam. He sees on the monitor that the brainwaves are reacting. So he's like, okay, Adam knows we're here. This is the thing that I was talking about, about them doing things just so they can have a moment. Because Kyle is like... Don't worry, Jesse, I've done this before. I can pick up the electrical impulses from his brain, just like these monitors do. And Jesse's like, Kyle, I'm not going to do that. And Kyle's like, okay, well, you don't have to. I can do it by myself. I wasn't asking you to. And it's so obvious that this is just setting up for him to be like, Jesse, I need your help. But to say another thing I like about this, um, I think the way that they... Because I think the Kyle being able to read brainwaves from a fucking dead uh like comatose person is is so outlandish and it needed explanation and i think that the fact that they they did the the whole steven's dad plot line which i thought was kind of a weird like it was kind of weird that episode and i didn't really understand what the point of it was God besides just being like yeah besides like it being this weird like religious thing of like mm-hmm. oh they needed they needed this for the plot so they introduced it in a way that was meaningful and like we got this backstory for Steven that was nice, and they had this whole thing with, you know, Steven resolving the not really, but he he in his brain resolved these issues with his dad. So they they turned this, you know, this this whole thing. We we how do we get Kyle to be able to read Adam Balin's comatose brain? And then they turned it into uh-huh. this episode with Steven. I like that. I think that's a good way yeah, to do it. And that. I I am I am, I would say, sufficiently satisfied with Kyle saying, if I if I'm touching Adam I can pick up the electrical impulses and translate them into thoughts, essentially. Like, I was like, okay, that's bullshit. That works for but me. But I believe it. it. Like, like it's same with the, if a show is bought in enough on its own nonsense, then it's fine. Like, the fact uh-huh. that Kyle XY. Anyway, for now, we go yeah. back to Traeger U. Family meeting, and then Family Nicole, meeting. <laughs> Nicole has this whole speech. She has this speech that starts this out speech- like... What it the starts fuck like she was this. This it, was so weird. It reminds you of like when when you're in a meeting. Like every time I had a a fucking staff meeting, and they're like, you know, it's it's been a really weird year, and everyone chuckles and they're like, ha ha ha. That's what it feels like to me. Like it's been a strange day, and then I think Stephen's like, it's been a strange year. <laughs> Um, yeah, this speech from Nicole is so, so weird, because she, yeah. she's like, we know that Kyle is connected to Jesse in some way, and and this connection between them has caused us so much trouble. She Once starts again, holding no, back wrong. tears and sniffling, and very... Foss knocks on the door, and they say, not now. And she <sighs> says, I'm sorry, I'm the one who brought Kyle into this house. This is this what's is the weird. Thing. It sucks! Like, what? That's not, Nic- that. like, that is not what Nicole would say, and also... Like, materially speaking, Jesse 
is the one who caused all the trouble. And they don't know the connection, but, like, the, all of the trouble that has been caused is everyone has grown as a person. Steven, like, had this meaningful connection with his dad. Lori, uh, Josh, uh, met, uh... Nicole found a fulfilling relationship with a new <laughs> child who is better than her other two children. And they're having this moment, like all of them very much love Kyle. So it's really weird that Nicole, who is the one who has stood up and defended Kyle the most of all, who the one who loves him the most of the whole Traeger family is the one who's like, Kyle, I know he brought all of this chaos into our lives, but except he right, didn't. This is what's he- weird. I'm waiting throughout this whole scene for, for Nicole to be like, and obviously, Kyle is a member of our family, and we love him, and we will protect no, him that's from not whatever's what happening. But, but I still, I feel bad she, that maybe if I had been more like aware of less, what was going no. on, maybe we would have been able to stop but this instead from happening. She, she apologizes for bringing Kyle in at all, which is like that's just not you, Nicole. right? She that's literally, not- Laurie and Steven are like, "There's nothing to apologize for. We love Kyle." And Nicole's like, "I know, but." I was just so taken with Kyle that I accepted all these things that didn't make sense. I let Kyle come between us and our family. But he didn't know. Like Jesus, Nicole, what? Yeah, like that's just that is so not what you're not supposed what to be saying right now. And it's also just so. It's just like all of the things that you look at, all the clues. They spent all day looking at all the clues. Everything points to their Kyle is obviously there's stuff about Kyle they don't know. That's. That's true, and he has been lying to them. But it's so clear that it's Kyle is is in danger, and that there's people who are trying to like hurt right. Kyle. Like Stephen saw evil evil Brian Taylor say they were gonna right, have to put him in the chair. He heard about what Jesse was gonna do, and he didn't bring it up. Steven, he did not bring it up. And what Stephen says to Nicole at that is she he's like. It's okay, Nicole. We're the Traegers. We can get through anything. Yeah, Which, like, again, just makes it out. sound like he's saying, We're gonna look, get rid of Kyle. we are the Traegers. Kyle is not truly a part Why of the family. Why are they othering and him? And we will weather the storm that he has brought. <laughs> it sucks. I, like, once again, much like uh, last episode, Lori being like, I'm, we're gonna all fuck Jesse up together, and all the other characters like, yeah, let's do it. Like, this damages the viewer's perception of the Traegers, because instead of having this moment where they're like, well, we have to trust Kyle because we know that he would never hurt us. They're like, uh-huh. yeah, we're just going to have to cope with the fact that Kyle is evil and we have to get rid of him. Like, no, yeah, we'll that's get not through it. No matter what Kyle not, tries to do to not, us. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing are. is I, I like the show enough that I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt and saying they probably just did a really fucking bad job writing this scene. Yeah. And it was probably not supposed to say any of these things that we're taking from it. Yeah, it just it just feels. I like think that probably what it was meant to be was Nicole being like, "We, I'm we sorry. That, yeah. Obviously, we love Kyle, and we're glad that he's part of our family. But we need to I, trust. Yeah, I feel like I messed up by by pushing so much aside that it got to this point. I think that's what we're supposed to be taking. Yeah, for sure. Jesus, is that not? How it's it just comes it's across. just everyone sitting around talking about how much they fucked up by loving Kyle and accepting him. <laughs> it's just like wait, yeah, and no, Ste- you. And then the the scene ends with the biggest gut punch for us <laughs> is that Steven says, "Josh, no, you were right. No, we said we didn't know who Kyle really is, but you told us he's he's your brother. He's our son. You can't and he can just... explain everything when he gets back." Josh, 
Thank you for your service. I'm you're, saluting. I'm going to call you Kyle. For, you'll be the new Kyle because you're <laughs> the one with the biggest brain. Josh, Stephen gets down on one knee. I have something for you. He opens a little box and there's a little cork in it. Put this in. You're the honorary XY now. Um, <laughs> you from this day forward, you are Kyle XY to me. Uh, all right, last last scene in the ep- last scene in the episode. Episode and um, what a scene it is, boy. Okay, so we all know where this is going. Kyle is he's having trouble getting in there with Adam. He says, "Jesse, I need your help." And at this point, I I start typing, "Oh no, oh no." Um, that and Jesse is like okay, right? And um, th- again, this this is the the payoff from the the setup like ten seconds ago, where Jesse was like, "I'm not going to do that," and Kyle's like, "Jesse, I need you to do that," and she's like, "Okay." Is it possible that she is conflicted because she knows what she's going to do when when it happens? Though is my question for you, Sam. Maybe I could. If justify that's what they were going that. for. I didn't get that from it because but maybe. because the, so so like he holds her hand and then they touch Adam Balin and then like they start glowing. But I think it's it's I don't think it's like no. It's he he starts glowing like the box was. He's Pulp Fiction now. <laughs> the mother box. Um, Shut up. The father box. Um. So Kyle says like at that point our fucking barrier slipped away evangelion end of evangelion and then that's when adam's adam's voice do we hear adam say this yes Is it him? adam adam says uh he's still in his coma but we hear adam say kyle stop she's betrayed you and kyle lets go of jesse and he lets go of adam and he looks at jesse and she kind of hesitates and then she starts running and Kyle chases her through the woods. And I need to I need to mention this is so important is that everything that happens from here through the rest of the episode, there is like a slow emotional. Yeah, it ballad. feels like they fucked up the music cue. It feels like they were going to have this playing during a different scene and the music got mixed up because they have a fight scene to this. Like, yeah, sad so if you, if you can, if you can, OK, if you are in a in a position where you can. Please pull up the song Save You by Matthew Perryman Jones as we describe what happens next. So Kyle chases Jesse through the woods. It's kind of like how they were he, chasing each other he before does, when they were having a fun He race. does what I can only describe as in Batman the Arkham games when you do a dodge over yeah, an enemy. He, he like he dodges over her. They 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 arrive at a cliff. There's like a dam, like a like a hydroelectric dam. Is, yeah. He like puts his hand on her back and flips, flips over, over her. And then she tries to punch him. He blocks. He he does what I can only describe as a whack-a-mole move, where he like crouches down and then like pops up pops in up front over, of her. Like he slid between sense. he slid between her legs somehow. Um, and then and she then, tries to rainmaker him. Does she wait? She like gets wrist control and like pulls him yes, into a punch. She did a fucking lariat, dude. That rules, though. And then he does destino on her, but not like the hitting part. Like he just like. Flip slides around her body. And then Kyle with the Kinshasa! <laughs> uh, fucking... And then, and then, and then he like grabs. Oh so, my so, god! It's Kyle XY with a metal chair. Oh my god! I don't believe it. Kyle comes out. As God is my witness, she is broken in half. <laughs> no, she like that's the thing. No, she, Kyle is defensive here. And then Jesse like yeah, yeah. fucking she she like you know slams him down from the top rope right onto the floor and, and through a table. And he's got like the shards in his back, and it's and they're still is, playing they, an emotional indie if, rock ballad. 
if this this is the moment if this was wrestling like this would be the part when blood starts happening which i fucking hate in wrestling because i just think that's really gross and it really is unpleasant but like this would be where they start putting blood in just for to really sell it like oh my god she's she is not fucking around kyle is like bleeding out of his back from going through the table this is really <laughs> fucked up then kyle like grabs her and he's like Why yeah so ba- back to what's yeah. actually happening yeah away from our wrestling fantasy when jesse joins lkk where she's don't worry like, i'm i'm going to clip this and put it on the twitter because it's Fucking why hysterical. are you running she says i did what they wanted me to do and she says and he's like why and she says i couldn't help it you shouldn't have trusted me this is where i'm like this would be just i would just enjoy this more if jesse was was bought in on this you you fell for my scheme you never should have trusted me i was always and, and like i not even that jesse can't be I, like, I will say for what it's worth i do think that there is a compelling part of her character which is she, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't feel like she deserves the trust. So sh- her her instinct is to panic and do what they tell her because See, she's she's afraid for herself. Yes, I think that that I think I that's think fine. You could, I think you could have it both ways. Like I think that Jesse would be capable of of her redemption arc either way. When season four, when we'll never get it. Um, but like, I think it could happen either way, but I think from a TV show standpoint and from a podcast standpoint, it'd just be more fun for me as the viewer if Jesse was just like chaotic and evil and like bad on purpose and like, yeah, and, but and then they we can, might, then they, we yeah. may, we may, there might be a little snag in the whole Jesse redemption arc because she does jump off a cliff. Oh, oh, I mean, I mean. She'll be fine. She's fine. I mean, the episode. Oh, she'll, oh, she'll be fine. She the will be fine. There's no fucking way in hell that she dies here. In fact, but she Sam, does jump off the cliff. Sam, I, I would, I not to like bother you with editing, but every time we talk about how Jesse jumps off a cliff, can you please p- edit in the Assassin's Creed Leap of Faith sound effect? Because that's what the episode is called. So when she jumps it off, it is the called cliff, Leap of Faith. She does jump off the cliff, and and then Kyle looks down to see like the sharp sharp rocks at the bottom, and how just how fucking hilariously tall this dam is, and and there's no way she could survive it. But she is Jesse XX, and she did take a leap of faith. When she jumped off, she's the definitely cliff, so. fine. But she's she fine. did jump we'll, off a cliff. We'll see her later. But but that's the and and that's how the episode ends. As it ends with Jesse jumping off a cliff, a uh, leap of faith. Also, look, there's look, mm-hmm. there's no good way to say this. The way that Jesse tries to kill herself looks I don't think very she, funny. I don't think she. Tri- I don't think she tried to kill herself though. I you think don't she think so? To, I think she. Because but here's the thing. I thought that I thought that what was happening was that she was like, no, I I won't do this. I I tried to betray him, but I won't do it. And then she felt so guilty that she jumped off the cliff. See, that's how. But like, if she had hesitated, or there'd been like moments. But like, the thing is, she just goes right over. And also, to me, we know Jesse's gonna be fine. And I just feel like if she really wanted to kill herself in this moment, she would have. She wouldn't be like. She would do it. Like. I think she's just trying to get away. She's trying to escape because she's a sicko. She evil Jesse. Now you're saying if she wanted to kill herself, she would do it. What could be more effective than jumping off this cliff? Exactly. What I'm saying is when she comes back in like two episodes or even one episode, when she <laughs> comes come back, back next episode, she'll when be she fine. comes back next episode, she'll be fine. And I'm saying that she, lo- she jump- landed on the boingy boingy rocks. Exactly. This jump is too, this jump is too perilous for you to survive it on accident is what I'm saying. There's no fucking way you could jump off. It is a gigantic yeah, I guess cliff with we'll, rocks at the bottom. Hopefully we'll see what, we'll learn what her intent yeah. was when she definitely comes back. I do, re- regardless of what her intent was though, the jump looked very funny. It was really she funny. Te- she T-posed. 
She no, it was a leap of faith. It's like in Assassin's Creed. She has her arms she out because she's posed though. She's doing it so that her uh, shadow cast at the bottom looks like an eagle in flight. That's the only answer. She did T pose though. She did T pose on the way down. Also, the show does deal with genetic memory, so it is Assassin's Creed to me. It is Assassin's Creed. That's the end of the what episode. Year did Assassin's Creed come out? I think two thousand six, two thousand five, two thousand seven. Six sounds right. Let's see. Yes, the Assassin's Creed 2016 film. Fuck off. I want to say... T- 2007, same year as this. That, um, what... That I genuinely... Actually, <laughs> Assassin's Creed came out at almost the exact same point in time as this episode. November 2007. I think if any game could get a full from the ground up, not a remaster, but like a full let us make this game again, like just do a ga- do the game again, like try again... I think I would like them to do like a full remake of Assassin's Creed, like a like a remake remake. Like we're gonna do the game again, but good. I just think I mean the I game... I wouldn't want that now because I fucking hate what Assassin's Creed has become. <laughs> like and I it was always that... bad, but Jesus Christ, I do not like modern Assassin's Creed. I I I I I think it has its ups and downs. I just think that Assassin's Creed One could be better, and it's a really bad. I mean, it's always game. had its ups and downs. It's a game about climbing up and then jumping back down. Fuck yeah. Um, okay, okay, Sam. Um, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. I have the honor of telling all of you who my favorite character is this week. Our Star Traeger. Our, our number one boy. And we might need to add a stipulation about this, much like how we can't say Kyle is our favorite Traeger. But it's gotta be Tom Foss for me. I just, I just, I know it shouldn't be. And I think we might have to make a rule against it. But... God, I love to see him. God, he sucks I don't, so much. I don't think so, because I don't I don't think that Tom Foss is always the star of the show. He's the star mm-hmm. of my heart, always. He's the star sure. of my heart. I, I, think, I think we're fine as it is, but if it becomes a problem, then we could certainly... But, yeah. I mean, I the think, moment where the camera whips around and he's and just he's standing in the, in the kitchen <laughs> and he says, don't call the police, that he, might have been the biggest I mean, laugh I've ever gotten I mean, from the show. I mean, this is... Lest we forget that this is the second time that he's broken into the Traeger house, because when Steven and Nicole were going to have uh, do like naked sushi at each other, uh, he was in their house putting cameras in or whatever, and he I just think got this is like the, the fourth tra- time. Remember when he was he also a- standing behind Steven in the backyard at- when it was raining, right? And then there was the thing where he broke in, and then he got out, and then he came back in the security. That was the first time they met him as the security man, and he says, "I'm the Jordan- security man." And then Kyle says, "I know you. You killed Kurt." Anyways. Um, I, I don't think, think that Foss has his apartment since season one. He, he might just in live his, there now. He, I mean, I think he lives in his truck. Um, he lives in the attic. Because Josh he took his bed. sandwiches. Um, I think we both know who the shit Traeger this week is, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have the great pleasure of announcing our shit Traeger. We love her, but she fucking deserved it. She, Nicole Traeger, go fuck yourself. What the fuck was she doing this week? Who... This is like not to like get it together, her, Nicole. Come excuse on, excuse her terrible behavior by saying she got like hijacked by a different brain. But this is just not who Nicole is. It was very weird. This is like secret life levels of flip flopping in person. Now this is she's Adrian in this episode. Not yeah. I don't know. I changed my mind. I don't like Kyle. Anymore. I don't like like oh my god. That thing that she said about Kyle was like just not her and it was so bad that it just like ruins your perception of her and i i I think it was bad i mean that's always been the problem with nicole is that just depending on how everybody else needs to feel nicole will just flip-flop on what she thinks kyle is 
Like it just it just doesn't make it doesn't work. It was bad. It was really bad. It's Sam, very frustrating. Any, uh, now my least favorite part of the episode. Sam, do you have any goofs and some really funny IMDb bullshit to waste my time with? No. Really? Nothing? Are you giving up on the bit or does IMDb just have nothing for you? There there was nothing. This was a very boring episode and they didn't do anything wrong. Excellent. Um, nothing I just interesting say, or once wrong again, about it. To our listeners, uh, I spent the entire episode losing my shit, and I love this episode. And I just, th- I just do think that it highlights some of the issues, specifically with the Traeger side of the plot, and the fact yes, that no there one were a lot of questions. a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows. This it was week. all of the Kyle and Jesse adventure game was was like some of the best stuff on the show so far of just like plot threads coming together. And it was all, it was very well thought out. It was well planned. It was all wrapping. Things and the up stuff with Foss seen. was really good too. It was really good. I liked it. Um, let's literally take it just like the, the way that the Traegers were processing it, which, which sucks because like, this is such a huge moment is when the Traegers start to really yeah, put together I was what's really going on. excited to see the Traegers finally figure it out. And it's just frustrating that they, and also it's good to me. I like it a lot that it wasn't just Kyle tells them because that would be disappointing. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. good. Again, Steven I, and- I still, I still want to believe that the show will do good things with this as we move forward. And, and I, I have to say like, like, the show for me has only improved since season one. Like it got real good at the end of season one. And then I was like, uh Oh, it's going to be season two and it's going to, uh, but like, yeah. And then Kyle started water bending. It's, it just keeps getting better, which I think is really impressive. Uh, it's just, you know, you can't juggle all these details and have all this nonsense happening unless you've got like real, real good writers to really just like, perfectly nail it and i think they're good in a lot with the mystery but then when it gets to the sort of human side of things the emotional side of things they have they have issues with it and i think that's kind of the big problem remember um, when kyle listened to amanda's heartbeat while she slept that was wild uh we have a twitter at potting bros on twitter and if you have any questions you can check our twitter the week of the episode and leave us a question on the question post here's our first question this week uh, it's from Nero Wyvern at Dragon Smoocher and number one Edelgard Stan on Twitter who says, what would Kyle's wrestling gimmick be? And Sam, I have a stipulation for you. It cannot yes, be I did anything to do with no belly buttons allowed. And I have, I have, okay, my, I will, I will, I, have, I will say this at the top. This is not, this is not what the gimmick is, but he will wear a crop top. Oh no. Yeah. Like, like, like for sure the belly button, the not belly button is visible, but can I offer you what I would, and I think this would actually be a really fun wrestling gimmick, which is, uh, Kyle is 100% a pacifist. He will not attack. He only blo- blocks and dodges in ways that allow his opponent to He hisses to at you like themselves. a snake. He hisses like a snake. And then, like, say the person, like, I don't know, they, they ex- oh, my God, he exposed the, the corner of the ring. That's so dangerous. And then Kyle dodges out of the way and they run into it and hurt themselves real bad. Like, he doesn't. Oh, my God. Them. They're wrestling next to a swimming pool. Will he it, push will them, he in? them in? No. And he won't. He won't. He is, he is 100% not not going to, he never attacks maybe the and then you know 10 years in after all these storylines maybe then imagine how much people would lose her, their shit if kyle actually threw a punch like a closed-handed punch and he started hurting people like that would be really effective as part of the storyline if he spent all these years you know he never maybe he even wins the championship without throwing a single you know without doing anything like he just dodged i'd love that that rule what do you think I would love that. I not to just steal from other wrestlers, but we know that Kyle loves to dance. What if he had his funky weapon? 
I was just thinking if he was doing that ass attack, hip thrust. Hip also, thrust, he, hip his, his, also his entrance. If if we're going for you know a funny comedy wrestler, which is also Kyle would work really well, is that you know he comes out and his gimmick and you know wrestlers are always doing you know questionably hygienic things that are. That's the thing very is gross. Kyle is the face who is such a joke that you don't realize when he becomes the Kofi the, Kingston champion. Like if Kyle's entrance gimmick is he gets right out there, he uh, he does like. Tai Chi, he pisses himself and then he Tai Chi rips off his pants like like you would lose your mind at that. And, you know, wrestlers, you're always doing shit with like spitting things and blood. So like if Kyle was getting getting doing a little piss in the ring and then he takes off his pants like, you know, wrestlers are, you know, used to gross bodily bodily fluids in the ring. So it wouldn't be that much of a big deal for them, I don't think, especially since Kyle loves it. And he loves it. So, so that's what I was thinking. And also, he doesn't. I would like to see Kyle wrestle uh, as a as a member of the New Day. I was just thinking about how much I like Ryusuke Taguchi. He's he's a bit of he's a goof, but he's he's a good wrestler and he puts up good matches. And I really like his entrance music. But um, what if he was the Minoru Suzuki and he choked people with a telephone cord? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like if Kyle started. I mean, we out did as, make the Kyle Ninare joke. Like this is the thing, though, is that Kyle can if he becomes. If he becomes the Minoru Suzuki, like, imagine how effective it would be if we get Kyle Funky Weapon, if we get Kyle Pissy Pantsy, and if then we get Kyle, he no, he no hit, and then one day he just fucking goes crazy and does all these One day Valentine walks into the ring and hands Kyle $10, and then Kyle starts killing people. Exactly. I'm getting excited about, like, oh, imagine. Wow, I've never had resources before. Like, Kyle is doing this one-on-one, like, he's doing this one-on-one, you know, clean, respectable wrestling match against, like, you know, the heel LK Diekman, and then fucking all of Let's Kill Kyle comes in, you know, Brian Taylor comes in, Toby comes in, oh my god, Jesse's here, she's joining, and they all try to kick Kyle's ass, but he's just dodging the shit out of them, he's not fighting back, he's making them, like, run into each other and hit each other, He's tricking them into fighting each other, and then he gets away. That rules, and then one day he fucking loses his mind and goes nuts and fucking kills Declan in the ring. <laughs> that would That'd rule. I love that. Um, okay, here's a question from at Bigger Challenge. It's from Dan, friend of the show on Twitter, who says, "What adventure game style puzzle would you like to see Kyle solve?" And honestly, Sam, I just want to give Kyle Riven and just let him go at it. Yeah, I mean, I just you wanna... said missed. I I want to see Kyle in a little. Those are FMV, right? Yeah. Okay. It's been a well, long time. Well, like the the cutscenes are FMV. Right, right, right. Yeah. They did, they didn't actually go to a mystical island. That yeah, the uh, mystical island isn't real. But like, do those like do those games hold up? I played them I, as a kid, but for for some reason, when I was eight, I didn't understand them. I streamed. Uh, I streamed like probably five hours. I streamed most of Riven uh, this last year when I was streaming a lot. And uh, let me tell you, Sam, and if you haven't played Riven and experienced it for yourself, maybe skip the next, like, minute. Uh, but there's a moment in Riven that is, like, one of the coolest conveyances of information in a video game, which is a children's game in a schoolhouse that teaches you how the number system of the world works. It is incredible. Oh, the thing clever. that made me give up on the game was uh, that it started introducing, like, like non-base 10 number systems which is one of the reasons i couldn't beat zero escape without a walkthrough is because my brain does (laughs) not fucking understand anything that isn't base 10 i just cannot 
I cannot. I can't get. I can't figure it out. I just don't know how it works. And people try to explain it to me. Giga tried to explain it to me. I just can't do it. So Kyle could do it. I can't do it. Kyle could I'm do just, it. I mean, Kyle. Kyle loves it. Kyle um, is one of those fucking nerds who is like, and you know, hexadecimal is actually way more useful, generally speaking. It's actually weird that we use decimal system because. I mean, we use we use decimal system because like we have ten fingers, right? That's what I've always assumed. Like it just yeah, pretty much. Nat- ten, ten makes sense because we have ten fingers to count on, right? Right. Um, it's here's a, it's one- a natural way for us to develop our yeah. counting system. It's good. Um, here's one from Val Val Flight Cub at Flight Cub with two B's on Twitter. He says Davinci. Don't don't know why, but sure. The, the, um, I I I said something about. Uh, Oh, Da Vinci, da Vinci Code style, code piano key vids, style yeah. puzzles or something. <laughs> so, here's how I'll, I'll respond to this question. Ask, I will ask you this honestly, be honest. We were all dumb and young. How did you feel about the Da Vinci Code at the time? I loved out? it. I loved Me the too. Da Vinci Code. It made, I read it in middle school. I think I was in seven, eight, seventh or eighth grade. And it made me feel like I had a gigantic brain when I read it. Yeah. You know what? I, I really loved books books that like give you a puzzle that you can solve as you read that's why i loved del tora uh, that's why i loved i i can never remember what they were but we had all these books that were like sort of puzzle books that there's like an adventure where you like are solving puzzles alongside with the characters i i cannot remember yeah, what they were I, I called like, but that's the thing and that's why i love kyle xy is i honestly just really like a well thought out mystery, but not like a mystery, like a murder mystery, but like a mystery that's just like lots of puzzles and and like clues and and that kind of stuff. I I really eat that. Shit I up. will that's put a I disclaimer like. on this: of that might not actually be what the experience of reading the Da Vinci Code is. I it don't remember. It it's been no, a the, very the mystery, long time. the mystery of the Da Vinci Code is 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 nonsensical, and you cannot be. I actually genuinely think there's a part where a character just explains what is happening to the main character is just like, oh yeah, it's actually Mary Magdalene's vagina that is the Holy Grail or whatever, uh, which is what it is actually. Uh, and that's I, thought, really- I think it was her uterus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then that's just kind of it. I also never knew uh, for a very long time, even though I read all of those stupid books, except maybe the last one that the Da Vinci Code is the second book in the series after. Yeah. Cause Angels it was angels and demons. and demons first, wasn't it? Oh my God. That- that one ends. I, I only ever a, read the Da Vinci that Code. One, Angels and Demons, Sam, ends with an antimatter bomb exploding. Yeah, in the to blow sky. up Parliament to, on no, Guy Fawkes Day. It's in it's in Rome. Also, one of my other oh. favorite things. Oh, about it's Angels the Vatican, Demon, not Parliament. My other favorite thing about Angels and Demons is that um is that ambigrams is that what, that's what upside down things yeah like the mm. message words that read the same way upside down mm. are like a huge uh plot point in that and it, it's really funny because like. There's a there's these these moments where the characters are like, oh my god, this ambigram is impossible. How did they figure it out? And then you can go online to an ambigram generator and type in like four words, and it'll do it for you. And that's how they did it for the book was they just like had someone do it. And it was you know what I think of when I think of the Da Vinci Code. Uh, The video game. I think of the Da Vinci Code video game. Uh huh. Uh, where it was like. It would be like a stealth game, I think, where you, like you'd be in sneaking it. around a museum, but then if the museum guard finds you, then you have to go into brawler combat mode. And, and you have to do heat moves. Yeah, and he does he does the classic thing that video game characters do when you're fighting them in a shitty game where he just yells out like like quips over and over and he oh, would just, he, I just remember he would go, Would you like it supersized? <laughs> that sucks. Um yeah. 
like, I don't know. I think that I think that I just enjoy that kind of puzzly stuff. Not in the mm-hmm. Da Vinci Code because that book sucks, but like, I just like that that genre. I guess not. Like, I remember just one that time kind of uh, assuming that it would be similar to that kind of book. I remember getting from like some kind of book catalog. I had our parents buy me a book called The Westing Game because I thought that it was some kind of game slash puzzle book, and then it wasn't, and I never read it. Mm. Yeah. Literally, I, I I found out that that wasn't what it was, and the word game was just in the title, and I didn't even ever open the book a single time. <laughs> You're like, oh, the, the crying game. I wonder what this puzzle will be about. <laughs> this is an episode. A Game a, of a, Thrones, eh? Ooh. <laughs> game <laughs> Boy. Uh, here's one from at Gorilla, Gorilla Rain, who says, uh, who says, is Kyle XY the great American novel? It's the, one of the mm. great unfinished works of our time, I think. I mean, that's definitely true. It's an unfinished symphony for sure. I wonder if there is a novelization of Kyle XY. Probably there's a not. Com- we found out there's a comic book, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Someone, I think, I think uh, was it Come Genius posted the Kyle XY comic book? Yeah. Also, can I just yeah, say something yeah. about, un- can I say something about the unfinished symphony that always bothers me? All you'd have to do to finish the unfinished symphony is just have the orchestra go, dun, da da Ta-da! And then it would be finished. So I actually think that it's just really lazy that they don't finish it like that. Because mm-hmm. that's how, that's like how a, they all... Like a... Here's the last question for the week from Colin Pagetish Arnold, uh, who says, Josh and Kyle opened their very own diner franchise together. What diner speak do they use for Kyle's various criminal Josh additions Josh and to Kyle? I don't want Kyle to open a diner with Josh. Yeah, that's a... So this is a... An, an, Let's pretend that says Declan. Declan, yeah. Josh, Kyle and Declan is the right answer. So so this is in reference to uh, one of my favorite uh, eateries in the world, which is Waffle House, which, uh, Sam, are you aware of the Waffle House hash brown lingo? I have never been to Waffle House. I don't know a oh, goddamn thing about it, except really like- that they operate even in disasters. I I uh, I spent many hours studying at the Waffle House in the late hours of the night. Now, when you order a hash browns at a, at a Waffle House, you can ask for them in all kinds of different ways. And and uh, if you're really in the know, which I don't do this, but but when they do it um, and they put in their orders, they have all these things. So you say a hash brown uh, is smothered, covered, chunked, topped, diced, peppered, and capped. Those mean all of the different things. Like smothered means with onions, covered means with cheese, chunked means with ham, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I don't know if I have the brain power to devise a full menu, but I do know that one of the ways you could get it would be corked. Oh, yeah, corked. Uh Someone orders like someone orders a cob salad with a lemonade, Sa- and they say like saturated. Yeah, get me a Jesse XX and piss your pants. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else? What else have we got? We got a uh, oh oh. If it's onions, it's extra sniffly. <laughs> Make it extra. Can I get my eggs? Make it extra sniffly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let, let me. Oh, oh, oh um, in in the tank, maybe in the tanks, something like that. Slimy. Could be like extra uh, dressing, extra j- dressing or extra. Oh, no, it's like extra butter. Extra butter would be like, make it slimy. <laughs> uh, if you if you get uh, say you get like uh, some kind of salad and you want like a, a wedge, a, a wedge of lime on the side, they would say like uh, and uh, yeah, give me a salad and dissolve the body. 
And then also last one, and this is the the horrible thing, the thing that they do at certain places, such as uh, I think it's Coldstone, where if you put a tip in the tip jar, they make you not want to do they that by having they like do a stupid song or something, and then it makes you not want to tip because like you don't want to force them to do that, so it kind of sucks. Um, thanks, Doug Ducey. Thanks, Doug Governor Ducey, of Arizona. But, but but like if you put a tip in the tip jar, booyah! That's the kizzle that's dizzle. The kizzle dizzle. So that's that's it. That's a really good question. That's the that's the kizzle tizzle, the cash that's tip. The cash tip. That's our questions for this week. Uh, so get me a get me a get me a hash brown, corked, extra slimy with a with a with a side of kern and uh, and of course a glass of Josh's favorite juice, grapefruit. <laughs> Thank you all for the questions. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Potting Bros. I am at Posy Stress. Jordan is at Bradipus Rex. We have a Discord server where you can look at the uh, the Come Genius post of the comic of Kyle XY. His face looks very, very busted. <laughs> he's wearing his he's wearing his handsome boy pea coat, but he has like action hero comic book man yeah, face, it doesn't, and it's very does upsetting look, to look at. Doesn't look like Kyle, no, not at all. <laughs> um the link to join our discord server is on any of our episode posts we are on patreon patreon.com slash potting bros one dollar gets you access to all of our bonus content uh we got fan fiction readings of kyle xy as well as secret life of the american teenager we just finished the fanfic of twins here where josh is referred to as smexy by the writer it's also um, in, in that episode um the one of the character one of the two twins says me and my sister yeah i'm not i'm i'm bleeping that okay <laughs> just spoil the the biggest twist of the story it's not you a twist if it doesn't son of a mean bitch. how how can it be a twist if it doesn't mean anything uh, exactly uh, there's also uh the circle jerk series where we watched the same episode of uh the secret life of the american teenager 10 weeks in a row uh, we got the Grand High School Exchange program. We watch all these cool teen movies. Uh, I did re-listen to our High School Musical 3 episode to make myself mad. I forgot how bad that movie was. Not a good movie. Uh, those are those are a fun time. $5. Oh, it also gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a Beechwood Bison. $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a Beechwood Pirate. <laughs> yar. <laughs> yar. <laughs> yar. And we'll give you a shout out in the podcast, and you can send us a message that we will read in Ben voice ASMR optional, Kai voice ASMR mandatory, Josh voice ASMR illegal. Oh, what else was there? Was it Steppenwolf voice ASMR? I don't know, or something. It was like Steppenwolf voice ASMR mandatory or something. I don't um, remember. Do we have any others? <sighs> don't I don't remember. I'm we have. Sorry. I know we have. I know we have a message this week. We do have a message this and I week. Think, I, think it's my, I think it's my turn to read. It is your turn. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, $10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary Traeger, although after this week, I don't know if you would necessarily want to be <laughs> one. God knows they don't treat them very well. No. Uh, that that Discord role, as, as cursed as the name might be, it does let you listen to the podcast while we record it on wednesday nights currently i like that not to interrupt uh but i like that both of our ten dollar uh donor 
deals were both very bad things he wouldn't want to be because it was honorary Traeger, which the Traegers uh, haven't been great lately. And then the one before that was uh, you have been chosen by God and also a man who had a secret family and was just in general a real chosen, piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, Marshall's <laughs> chosen. Not the not the greatest character on Secret Life. No, no, he was actually the greatest character because he had a secret family. It didn't end. Well, was we don't need to on that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you to our ten and five dollars subscribers: Destry Hawk, Doctor B Dandy, H Cave, Colby, Valerie W, Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan, Mike Dawson, Silva, Grass Dragon, Helga K, Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. Thank, thank you. you. All. So very, 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 every, very, very every much. time, every time there's not a new name on that list, I get very relieved because I keep telling myself an extra like $30 a month is not worth not even an extra $30 a month, like an extra $15 a month is not worth having to watch 38 episodes of Secret Life in the slightest. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it might be for people giving us money, but not for me. <laughs> it might be for me. Uh, Jordan, you get to read this uh, message sent in by Dan. This is a Kyle voice request. <laughs> okay. This one's a this, little long, but it is this very one, good. This one is something that I don't think I, I know about, but I've heard of before. Oh Dr. my god, you haven't seen this video? Fuck. Dr. Pepper, the famous 23 flavor soda, has a lot of spin-off products, such as Diet Dr. Pepper. That's not the topic here today. No, we're not talking about Diet Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce, but what we are talking about is Hot Dr. Pepper. That's right, Hot Dr. Pepper was originally introduced in the 1960s as a winter beverage. Here's some advertisements from the 1960s showing uh, showing about about Hot Dr. Pepper. However, it was short-lived, but you still don't believe me? You think this is a joke? Just go to the Facts and Questions article on the Dr. Pepper website. Anyway, I'm going to teach you how to make it. All you need is a Dr. Pepper. A can or bottle will be fine. And just proceed to open it. But don't blow it up like I did, because you know, bad Dr. Pepper right there. Bad Dr. Pepper right there. Anyway... You want to heat up a pan, or anything, (laughs) and just pour a little Dr. Pepper in there. As much as you want. Alright, and as soon as we did that, we're gonna take a lemon and a knife to make a small slice. (laughs) Make a small slice. And and then put it in the glass that you're gonna pour the hot Dr. Pepper in. It's just pour, that's that's not on purpose. Pour the hot Dr. Pepper in. When the Dr. Pepper starts sizzling or steaming up, that's it. That's it. Just take it off. And pour it in your glass. And if you're using and a glass, using glass, 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 made, made of glass. glass like I am, pour it very slowly. Use the polarity <laughs> to move the glass on the table. Like, wait five seconds between each each spill so it doesn't melt. Because, you know, when glass, know, melts, when glass melts, glass, the glass. <laughs> and if you've tried this at home and your lemon makes a popping bubble, comment or like. Because, huh, you know... Thumbs up for that. Just <laughs> some more footage of the popping lemon. Yeah, and basically, this is hot Dr. Pepper. It tastes like Dr. Pepper, only it's hot. She kind of like, kind of tea. like tea. Brings out the cherry flavor. Brings out flavor. the cherry flavor. Little carbonation. Little carbonation. And I'll see and you, I'll next, see you time. next time. <laughs> Later. I need to watch this right now. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It's the greatest video I've ever seen. Is that a, is okay. that is the video, is the original video a joke? Is no it, one will it, ever know. Okay. I think I think it's supposed to be funny, but it's impossible to tell for sure. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you after we're done. Anyway, 
Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts if you want to leave us a nice review, and then people who maybe have seen Kyle XY might find this, or you could tell a friend. I don't know. Live your life. Thank you. We're hosted on noisepace.xyz. And you know what else is hosted on noisepace.xyz? And you know what else is hosted on noisepace.xyz? What? Damn, that one's good. What? We just aren't saying anything, was what I thought the gimmick was. Oh, no. I was lost in thought thinking about hot Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We, uh, you know what is on noisepace.xyz? There's the, the second annual episode of Star Wars Podcast and also with you. Uh, there's a new, uh, ni- uh, not Nightmare and Era, a new podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses where Roy uh, summarized the entirety of Modao Sushi. I'm working my way through that, going to get caught up on this this show that I, I, I'm i sorry to say I fell behind. I tried to keep up, but there's just so much going on and so many names. Yeah, it's a lot of names. And, and if you read reading the book is a lot harder, but also it just it just kind of makes a lot more sense if you read the book because they present it in the order that it's supposed to be presented i would rather only consume the story through roy's very good powerpoint presentation yeah very true um lots of good shows check out uh fear baiting check out um check out oh noise space has a new podcast uh coming up what's it called video games video game the movie the podcast i believe i'm very interested in that because i i i had thought about uh a video game movie podcast before and i'm really glad that dan went and made one that's that's going to be very exciting mm-hmm. um lots of great shows ours obviously jergen it is on there as well horrible show zero to zero horrible that i did podcast. with uh, that one's well good. am technically still doing oh yeah that lemon, where we're that going lemon is to... pop that lemon sure is popping though there it is it's going are you it's watching popping. it i'm watching it on mute oh that's why you were distracted <laughs> uh-huh Oh, you're, you, you're missing out on the narration, well, I'm doing though. A, I'm doing a podcast right now, Sam. I know, so why are you doing this? Just have it open. All right, I guess we're going to fucking wrap it up so Jordan can watch this video. Yup. All right, everybody, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Kyle X, bye. Kyle X, bye. So unprofessional. We're not professional podcasters, it's fine. Kyle X, bye. I think I'm a clone.